Welcome back to Big Time Talkers. I am a Mizzou swagged out Brock Gorton. I'm a enjoyer of football, Tommy Henry. And the man at the bottom of the screen is fresh off a of fucking nightmare mode. I am, I've the... been fighting demons since Saturday morning. And we will get to that. And I've been We'll get into that story in a little bit. That's Benjamin Duncan. Ben, we'll get to you here in a little bit because you've got a whole story to get into. Tommy, how are you today? I saw you a little bit, and the video of that goes up on the channel when this podcast comes out. Yes, I'm doing good. Uh, just finished watching the Monday Night Game. Oh, what a fucking ending. Uh, we'll probably get to that later. Mm, um, indeed. But yeah, uh, I enjoyed my weekend off. Literally did nothing other than go golfing at like seven in the morning and uh, and watched uh, Ferrata. And then what did you do today? Uh, we went out. Uh, actually, I can't say anything. I'm not gonna say anything. The video is gonna be posted tomorrow. People can find out that way. Uh, well, we got lunch. Also got lunch. At 54th Street today. And the most... Mar- ben, you're in a fucking shit when you hear this. Tell me, what the bill come out to be? $33 even. A straight $33. For two people? Yes. Taxes didn't fuck it. It was like, you know, like 63 or something like that. It was a flat 33 If If neither of you... If- I'll be disappointed if nobody got the rattlesnake pasta while you guys were there. Uh, no, we both got burgers. Shit my brains out. We both had burgers. I'm going to shit my brains out. It have been like Brock. I'd probably be I shitting my brains out. The best. Pan, the pants would be completely off to the side if I ate the rattlesnake pasta. <laughs> well, as Tommy alluded to there, I am battling some sort of stomach bug or something that caused me to miss a little bit of work. Uh, other than that, I mean, it's just been crap in my pants, so it's nothing too massive. Um, so, yeah. I know it's not COVID, because COVID doesn't make you do that. Because it's not liquid. It's all solid. So that's a little TMI right there. Well, you know. Anyway. <clears throat> we now go to Mr. Benjamin Duncan. For, so, uh... man. Oh, hang on. Before we do that, some, some B-card updates here. Uh, YouTube short went out yesterday when this came, when this goes live of the top five most hated sports teams here at B-Card Entertainment. That's an old uh, list that we did a long time ago, almost a year ago at this point. So that's up. Uh, go watch that. The uh, part of Tommy's uh, endeavors today will go up when this podcast goes live on the YouTube channel as well. You can follow that, find that at B-Card, YouTube, or B-Card Entertainment on YouTube. And uh, Ben will have some sort of <laughs> vlog coming out here at some point. Even if he wants to send me the footage, I will edit it for him so he can put it out. Uh, the Mizzou versus K-State hype video will be going live both on EOS and on B-Card Entertainment on YouTube, along with Earning Our Stripes. 
And me and Ben will be in Columbia with a K-State fan this Saturday. And the motherfucker wanted to tailgate. Anyway, the K-State fan that's coming with us. My father. You guys have a folk, huh? My father. Dad's going with you? Yeah, he went last year, so he's coming this year. I asked him if he wanted to come. Oh, cool. Okay. He said he's wearing gold, though. His only Mizzou shirt that he owns. I don't believe him, though. Yeah. So. Anyway. <laughs> so, you know what's funny? I know you guys might talk about this thing. They need a better name for this this game. Which one? K-State game. Oh, no. We'll we'll come up with a name later on in the show for it. We had a good one. It's just the fuck KU game. Ben, your thought on that? That's good. All right. Well, you know what wasn't good? Was Ben's trip down to Baton Rouge this week. Uh, how the... <laughs> We threw it to the possibly dead, possible ghost of Benjamin Duncan to tell us about his trip. Ben, a story oh, of delays, I'm... a story of getting there by the skin of your dick, and a story of not sleeping and pulling a me and staying up for 25 straight hours. How you doing? And hold on, before we start, Dog. Ben. Dog, it was longer I'm than yours. that, bro. Time is yours. Time is yours. Time is yours. Okay. So, I was supposed to fly down to Baton Rouge on Friday night. The flight to, the connecting flight to Dallas was delayed so much that the flight ended up just being completely canceled and not going at all. So I had to get that, so I had to, I had to get that rebooked or like rescheduled, you know, blah, 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 whatever. And so that got changed to I were I was going to be flying out of KCI MC, KCI whatever the heck you want to call KCI. it KC Airport. I was supposed to fly out at six thirty in the morning on Saturday. Then since Friday got canceled, I get the, I get to the airport at about five o'clock in the morning because I'd woken up at four. Um, get there and. I get to the plane and everything, and then we do boarding and everything, and then we're everyone's just sitting in the plane for an hour and a half. And by the time it lands in gate B, oh, and this one, the rebooked flight. So this was the second time, or the first one didn't go, didn't work, so this is the second one. I have, I have a question. Fly. Yes, Tommy? What? See, did you sit in? Did you take a window and aisle, or did you take a middle? Aisle. Okay, good. All right, all right, smart all right. Just want to make sure. Just, I right, smart, smart man. I have long legs. I can't do this unless it's an aisle. Um, so, this one was supposed to fly to Charlotte and then from Charlotte, North Carolina to Baton Rouge. What Sorry, the what? fuck? You couldn't find a direct flight from. There is no direct flight from Baton Rouge to Baton Rouge. It's impossible. They don't do that. Unless you get a it's charter. A regional. And, it's, and so this one was supposed to go there, then that. And so we got onto the plane to go to North Carolina. And we were sitting in there due to them doing maintenance paperwork for an hour and a half. And so they were about to take off, but there was, like, an agent person there. Like, like if anyone needed to get off and, like, reschedule stuff, you could. Um, 
and I, was, I kept checking, and by the time my, this plane landed in gate B at the Charlotte airport, I would have five minutes from when we landed to get all the way across to the other side of the airport to gate E. And so I'm like, screw this, got off the plane and got rebooked for my last shot to get into Baton Rouge that left the airport at like, I'm trying to think. We left around like 11-ish and then I would get into Baton Rouge at four o'clock. Keep in mind, the LSU Grambling game started at 6.30. And so, this this time, so, with with the, the flight just not working from earlier, I got that rescheduled, and then I sat there at KCI for two hours until this next flight was ready. And so, I get on this flight back to Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport. I fly down there. Everything's all good. I bullcrap for an hour at the airport. Then get in my my now smaller plane to get into Baton Rouge. And we're able to make it to Bat- the Baton Rouge Regional Airport, finally. And when we land, it is... We actually got there earlier than expected. We got there at 3.40 when we landed. And so from there... I get out, I get an Uber to my buddy's apartment. So by the time I get to my buddy's apartment, it's about 4.15. Uh, they left it unlocked so I could get in because no one was at home. Uh, I dump my backpack and then I leave his apartment. And then I get an Uber from his apartment to, and I messed around with this cat at his apartment for like a good like 10 minutes. But um, then I left the apartment and I Ubered from his apartment to the state up to campus to the stadium, which took about 15, 20 minutes due to traffic. And so I get there about, I'd say a little bit before five. And so finally I am on campus at LSU at five o'clock. There's people everywhere. So Grambling state fans everywhere. LSU people, of course, everywhere. So let's refresh the people. You were supposed to get down, or you got to the airport Friday night at what time? Three o'clock. So this is over 24 hours that you have been trying to fight to get to LSU's campus, and you're finally there 26 hours later. Yes, I'm finally there 26 hours later. And so this is still Saturday, so I have been awake since 4 o'clock. It is now a little after 5 there on LSU's campus. I get to go see Mike the Tiger. He was chilling in the shade, having a good time. Mike number 7 to be exact. Um, 7, 7, 7, 7, 7, 7, 7. I go into the... I go into the, the LSU... Uh, sports shop right there next to the stadium in Mm -hmm. Mike and I get myself some LSU stuff Uh, I got another t-shirt and I got Trader Trader sick mug Mm. I already have an LSU t-shirt anyway I know but still he's buying more but no it's the the LSU uh, football 2023 schedule shirt ooh 
we got this cool mug. And then, after that, I go inside the stadium with the, the hordes of people. Mm -hmm. I'd say it's about 5.45-ish, 5.50. I finally get inside. Um, and I'll talk about it a little bit more with our, um, our MIP stuff of the week later on. Um, but I get inside, and I'm finally there for the game. And it was an absolute blowout. They LSU kicked the literal dirt out of Grambling State. Oh, it's an FCS school and an HBU, yeah, HBU yeah, FCS school too. The back and forth between the bands during the game and halftime was great, by the way, though. And uh, I'll, I'll I'll talk about that later. That'll be talked about later on the MIP stuff. But it was the game was great. I got to see my friend finally for the first time. Uh, I met his mom. <laughs> um, I met all the other LSU tubas. Did so? So you uh, met his mom, huh? Yes, Brock. I did. So, you, so you but were, it was funny. You little uh, fucker. Whenever I met the other LSU tubas, um, uh, my boy Connor L. Uh, whenever he finally saw me, he's like, "Dang, this guy's sexy. What the heck?" Jesus Christ! So shout out Connor. But um, <laughs> yo, Liv hey, Livy fucking Dunn yo, in town, Tommy. By the way, I'm sorry. And sorry, brain fart. Um, but I, there you were having a stroke. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put it past me at this point. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. And then game went great after the game. Uh, I followed the band to their band place. And they actually watch film. They have to watch the entire halftime film after the game. Mizzou never did that, which I thought was interesting for a, a school to do. But they watch the film, and then they can go home. We finally get back to his place after uh, Louisiana traffic being god-awful. Um, we got back to his place at 11 o'clock. I knew he was going to say that. I, somehow People I did, too. don't know how to drive. Oh, People it is hot guard, dude. Traffic there is the or it puts People traffic don't here know how to, to drive oh it puts the traffic here to fucking shape it's ridiculous yeah i know it was funny because i told my like my boy luke was like gunning it and like honking at people and he was flipping the bird off oh, yeah, no, they don't people go, too. Oh, no. and i'm like bro you're on like gta time right now that you could go 85 and pass a cop like a copper state trooper and they won't do anything but um we finally get back to his place at 11 o'clock and at this point, uh, my return flight, I have to be back at the airport at 3.30 in the morning because my flight flies out at 4.30. And so we basically just crashed at his apartment and just vibed for a couple hours. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we went to uh, the second ever Canes to ever exist. Um, it was packed, but I mean, raising Canes is good, so it was worth it. And then... Uh, and then after that, we went back to his place, hung around for a little bit, watched some funny YouTube videos. And then uh, they took me back to the airport. And then at this point, I've been up for 24 hours now. I board onto my flight. And this time, going heading back, we fly from Baton Rouge to Houston. And then from Houston... I have, like, 45 minutes to just do whatever, and then we 
leave Houston, fly back to KCI, and then I get home, and like I did pass out for just a little while on both those flights coming back, and then I get home, I empty out all my stuff, do my laundry, yada yada, blah blah, the whole nine yards. I take a like an hour and a half, maybe two hour nap, and then I have to get right back up, and I go into work for a double shift that I didn't end up getting home from until 3 a.m. as of Monday, and then I uh, slept from 3.30 until 2 o'clock this afternoon, and then I woke up, and then I got ready for work and went back into work, and now we're here. Welcome to working overnights, my friend. Yep. Welcome to hell. Uh, I'm done with Amazon, though. Uh, My last day is on Thursday, so... What? So I got, I got, I got my, jo- I got my job that I was hoping for. Oh my God! Tell the people at home. You did. Tell them. It's not a, it's not a park ranger position. No. But, um, I had, um, I'd been, I'd had an interview with um, this company, two weeks ago, and last week I'd gone and had lunch with two of the people that that, that work for this company, and it's, it is a uh, company, uh, where there's 15 people that work for it total. Okay. And uh, they are stationed out of Belton, Missouri. Okay. And okay. I'll be making 23 to 24 an hour, salaried, uh, full benefits. Okay. Um, it is they a... have dental. Yes. It is a... Very important. A, having very dental. important. That is very important. <laughs> it is a veteran-owned small business. Nice. And okay. All the company does is restore habitat. Plant Hell. trees, do uh, do uh, endangered bat surveys, uh, plant trees, do some mowing here and there, spray invasive plants, the whole nine yards. Fuck and yeah, they do All sorts of other stuff as well. Like Are you getting what, what, 23 an hour salary? 23 to 24. Like, if it was like an hour, that's what I'd be making, but I'm salaried. Mm. And that starts our month, that starts in a week. Nice. I'll be working for 40 hours a week, usually 8 to 5. Hey, look at this guy. I was about to say, you should just join an overnight with us. You would hate, let, let me be honest, you would hate the first week of working an overnight. He already has. Well, see, the thing is with Amazon was that we were supposed to get out at 2 o'clock this morning, and, um, well, the thing with Amazon, they can flex up or down an hour, meaning yeah. that they can subtract up to an hour or add an hour on to the shift, depending on volume. And so we were supposed to get out at one thirty, and when we walked in, they said we'd be getting out at two o'clock today. So they'd already been they'd already been flexed up thirty minutes, and it was one fifty a.m. this morning, and they told us that it was one fifty, and we were all supposed to get out at two o'clock, and then. Ten minutes before we're supposed to leave, the managers tell all like the the people working there in the building that it just got flexed up to two thirty, so we're gonna be there until two thirty. And so then they tell all the workers, and you can just like they, it wasn't out loud, but you can just feel a collective groan in the building. And it's like, bruh, there's nothing to do. We want to go home, please, for the love of God. But. I my last day at Amazon is on Thursday, and I start my new job next week. 
Trust me, you will have no bigger thrill in the world than when you finally leave Amazon. <laughs> well, except sex. The only downside of leaving Amazon is that I will not be able to see my, uh, my beautiful la Latino pretty friend from work anymore. <laughs> Tommy's eyes just got pretty big on that one. You show me, guy. Just go after it. Yeah, damn right. You're about to fucking leave anyway. You're not gonna talk to her again. Fucking shoot wow, wow. for the moon. What's the what's the what the start that thing, cuzzo? <laughs> no balls. Do it. Do it. Can't you got do you have to do it now? I said I said no balls. You gotta do it. Yep. Or you prove that you're a woman. Ugh. The thing is, I'm pretty sure she has a boyfriend, so why, why? Well, who gives a fuck? Competitions, just someone you gotta yeah. unseat. Anyway. Ha yeah, had a boyfriend. She's about to have you. Anyway, it's now time for most idiotic and most impressive of the week. Actually, you know what? No, we're gonna go into college football. Ben was talking about it. All I know, I all I paid, I didn't see anything as I was booked this weekend. All I know is the LSU game, the Mizzou game, and the Alabama game. That's everything I know. I don't know any of the other games and what happened. Well, we'll, we'll talk about Mizzou on EOS this week. <laughs> Tommy, the floor is yours. Um, so, obviously, the big, big talk is Colorado. Uh, That's the I'm big talk? Hold on, no, Alabama actually lost the game at home. And they lost by double digits, no less. This was also, so funny enough, so Steve Sharkeesian, who was a assistant under Nick Saban. So going into this game, assistant, like, assistant, uh, people that were assistant coaches under Nick Saban, going to Bryant-Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa, mm -hmm. over, never have won a single game in that stadium. Saturday night, was the first win for an assistant that was under Saban at Bryant-Denny Stadium. And Texas, you know what's funny? Alabama was talking all this shit, start the game, like, you know, horns down and all that stuff, you know, basically getting them ready for what the hell they're going to expect next season and mm -hmm. the rest of all time. And then they decided to absolutely blow the doors off of them by the fourth quarter. Um, let's see. Hold up. Yeah, the final was about 34-24. Yeah, 34-24. Let's go ahead and go to Boulder. I'm not going to lie. This Colorado team is good. My one problem with the Colorado team, it's not that they beat Nebraska. I really don't care at this point with Nebraska. Yes, oh, bullshit. Yeah, you do. I, seriously, I really don't. I just don't care anymore. I, I was watching the first part of that Nebraska-Colorado game on the I, Dallas, bro. Nebraska's I, I have, good in the first half. They look good, and then they just straight up collapse in a second. The one thing I do have to say is Jeff Sims. Jesus Christ, dude. Check the fucking football. But, I mean, like, I'm, Colorado looks good. Mm -hmm. we all, are we all in agreement to that they look really good? Um, they look okay. They've played I know two that teams it's that two are games. Look, I get the look. I, look, what the media and all that is doing, and basically just stroking that thing for Colorado. We're like, as 
guys, we're two games in right now. So mm-hmm. let's wait until they actually have to play someone. TCU shouldn't have been ranked in the first place. Nope. And then they played Nebraska. Oh. And they got Colorado State this week. And they're playing Colorado State, which is going to be on at 9.30 p.m. on ESPN, nationally televised, by the way. But, I mean, I get, I see why there's all this hype surrounding Colorado. It's Deion Sanders. He brought Travis Hunter. He brought Shader. He brought, he brought X. He brought A. He brought the whole fucking alphabet with him. Let's put it this way. A through Z. He brought, he literally brought A through C from Jackson State. Like, he was not kidding when he got there. The first thing he said was, I'm bringing my luggage. And he brought all of his luggage. So here's their schedule. So here's Colorado's schedule after Colorado State. So we'll really get to see how decent this Colorado team is. So after Colorado State, on the road against Oregon, at home against USC, on the road against Arizona State, at home against Colorado, at UCLA. At home against Colorado? At home against Stanford, sorry. I, I said that really wrong. So, at home against Stanford, on the road, at UCLA, at home against Oregon State, Arizona at home, at Washington State, and then they finish the season, they finish the season at Utah. So, come next Saturday on the 23rd, the day that we go to the Missoula-Memphis game, by the way, Finally have a time for kickoff. Do we announce this here on this podcast, or do you guys get announce it on EOS? I feel uh, like we'll announce it on EOS, by all, the way. It's all th- can we just announce it since it's all three of us here? Uh, not yet, because, right, because we have like to you. talk to you off-air about something okay. involving that. Anyway, anyway, that next game Saturday in Eugene... It's going to be the game where we see if this Colorado team is actually legit or not. Yeah. I know you're shaking your head. I get that you're shaking your head no, but look, let's put it this way. Both teams are going to be ranked going into this game. It's going to be a nationally televised game. This game is on at 2.30 on ABC. So this is going to be a nationally televised game against two ranked opponents. And then there's all this hype with Colorado. The one problem I have with Colorado, can't run the ball worth shit. I think they might struggle against Colorado State this week. Uh, <laughs> might. But yeah, they can't. They can't run the ball worth a damn. Nope. Not even averaging two yards a carry as a team. Yeah. <clears throat> Meanwhile, Cody Schrader from Mizzou is averaging four yards a carry because that's so, Schrader. Is that also Texas A&M being Texas A&M losing to Miami? Hey, the U's back, baby. That was fucking. You're hard. not even doing it right. That's Utah's hand sign that you just did there. The U is that. There. There you go. The U. Let's see. All this Tulane pulling up a. Let's be honest, that game was highly entertaining to watch. I saw some pictures from some uh, SEC tuba friends who went to the Tulane game for fun because they were in, in town. Tulane Stadium is nice. It is. They nice with it. Very they got nice. a yeah, they're, they're, very, they're very high. 
Look, even though they're in the city of New Orleans, they are a very high-end school. <laughs> it's a nice the stadium. What does that are, mean, Tommy? Tuition, tuition is not cheap. Let's put it that way. No, I mean, even though they're in New Orleans, it's a it's a high-end school. What the fuck does that some mean? Some people can think. Some people think New Orleans is somewhat of a dirty city. No, no, Memphis and St. Louis, Detroit, Chicago, Baltimore. The capitals of the shadow realm. Dangerous places. Those aren't dirty places. <laughs> oh, we're just oh Atlanta. Those places are straight up fucking dangerous, my guy. Atlanta or uh, Portland, Seattle. Atlanta's bougie. San, Portland San, is just Portland is just San Francisco. San Francisco's dirty. LA dirty. Feel I feel bad for football. Speaking of college football, I saw a group chat today during lunch. What's your point? I would like to explain what uh, unfolded in the murder that I was reading during the, that entire uh, exchange. <coughs> so, okay, let me pull up the group chat. Then. I witnessed a murder on a fucking... Dude, I witnessed a murder in a group chat, my guy. <coughs> like, a straight, like, straight up, like, dismemberment. Okay, well, so... Um, just, give us a t- just give us a little TLDR. So... The conversation started because the group chat that I have from guys that I played football with in high school. Uh, we were talking about our, our so the majority of them are Chiefs fans in this group chat. Uh, I'm the only Colts fan. There's a Bills fan. There's a Bills fan. There's a anyway. I'm a Colts fan. Uh, Chargers fan in the group chat start was talking shit after a certain game this week that I'm sure we did. Yes, he's a Chargers fan too. He started talking shit. Anyway, he started talking shit. Bef- after the game, the Chiefs game. Well, the Chargers got that ass ran. Bro, it was what, like 38 36? Yeah, you don't. You got in a boat race. I would have considered the Chargers getting their ass with. It was like with less than kill sports. You're, supposed to have, you're supposed to have this great defense and you allow 38. Anyway, getting off track. Anyway, getting off track here. Um, anyway, he talk, starts talking shit and everything, and then he starts talking about uh, Carolina. And he says something about, or he starts talking about California, USC. And then he says, Caleb Williams, number one pick last year, USC, baby. Number one pick this year? Yeah. So, you know, he's saying all this, talking about how great he is, and I open up with, Penix is a way better quarterback than Williams. Bro, Caleb Williams isn't even going to get drafted this year because he's going to stay another year in college because he's going to see Arizona gets the first overall pick and he's going to stay another year in college because he doesn't want to go to Arizona. Tell me, how did you phrase what transpired next after... Homie, you just you gave him the bro. You wait his motherfucking fade, my guy. So so um, one of my buddies. One other person in the group chat was like, "Yeah, you don't want to do this." Yeah, he was telling him, "Manny, this is the wrong one to talk college football with. He's the wrong one." I pulled the simple stats, you know, Penix's numbers through two games versus Williams' numbers through two through three. Yeah, Penix is doing way fucking better. So he starts defending him. 
you know, keeps going. He's like, oh, he's the best. He's the best. Stan he stopped versus Stanford. And then he starts talking about how good they are because they lost or how because they beat San Jose State, Nevada, and Stanford. Ben is smiling right now. No one could see this. Not only that, he then says Stanford versus USC is one of the biggest rivalries in college football. I'm, like, I'm reading some of the stuff that this man is saying, and I'm like, and he's trying to say Nevada is a landmark win this year for USC. Nevada got beat by fucking FCS Idaho this week, 33-6. to six. Yeah, every time he posted something about USC, it just did not help him at all. He then said, "I would, we would, USC would fuck up Idaho too. I'd hope so. I hope you wouldn't get app-stated. You know, he's talking about how good they are, and then I say, "But that's if you were a real threat, and you're not. You're not even the best. You're not even the top five in your fucking conference." So, gentlemen, that brings us to this. It's time to power rank the top five best Pac-12 teams. Hold on, let me call the Pac-12 real quick. Number one, Utah, because they've beaten two power five teams in Florida and Baylor. Both Florida is still ranked, by the way. So, yep. also add some more leverage. Number two, Oregon State. Number three, Washington. Number four, Oregon. And number five, Washington State. You should have pissed him. If you should have pissed him off and said Colorado. No, no, no. I would say UCLA over USC, though. Dude, man, the, the Wikipedia page for the Pac 12 conference. Is so colorful, man, because they have it. All the teams like color coded by members departing for the Big Ten, Big Twelve, and <laughs> leaving for the ACC, and then the two teams that are staying in the Pac-12. As of right now, so I did two like, kill bro, shots to try and end this. You didn't do two kill shots. You just you didn't drop two fucking. You were Oppenheimer. You were fucking. You would become death, destroyer of worlds, my guy. <clears throat> you barely dog walk San Jose State, so go sit down, watch some real teams play next week, and reflect on how the how uh, screwed up USC is because you're not even the real USC. The real USC is in South Columbia, South Carolina. The Pac-12 is too good for you. He keeps talking shit. He keeps talking shit. One of my buddies who's currently in a uh, plays and starts for uh, Northern Iowa. Shout out, Dev. I fucking love you, my brother. Uh, You're awesome, dude. I love you so much. Legitimately one of my best fucking friends right there. Uh, all shit teams, like I said. Now go sit down. Watch Dev go the fuck off like he do. Shout out, Dev. 
Uh, I'll be watching you in Springfield this year when you play Mo State. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have some scout. I have a scouting report to finish for this fuck KU game this week. So I just ended it with saying, fuck you, I don't even give a shit about you, this is beneath me, I gotta go do something important, which is some scouting reports. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, homie, homie said I am death, destroyer of worlds. Hey, my lieutenants know it, my co-workers know it, I know a ball. And when you come at me homie with a... Know ball. Homie is the ball. <laughs> When you come up with some weak ass shit like that, mm, nah, uh, nah, uh, man, nah, not happening. Anyway, in my P of the week time, uh, uh, my most idiot, my most idiot goes to Manny for trying to say USC is the gonna win the national championship this year. Tom, uh, my most, my most idiotic is the Sunday night football game. Yeah, we'll get to the that entirety later. of it as a whole. We'll get to that later. Okay, I'm just explaining this right now. A was the snooze fest. B, the team that won outscored five of the teams that played on Sunday. And C, the New York fucking football giants. Ben. So, the idiot? That's what we're doing? Yep. I already explained um, my idiot because we had that long diatribe there. Yeah. Thanks, Tommy. Alright, my Welcome. idiot this week goes to um, airports and or just flights in general and then uh, the back rooms of uh, the LSU uh, Death Valley Stadium, Tiger Stadium. Meaning... Did you say the back rooms, my guy? He did. It, it literally is the back rooms there, my guy. Trying to find your seat, like the section mark-offs, like behind the bleachers, trying to find what... Yeah, I heard, it's, I heard it's not it that great. Awful. Like, I had to ask, like, three people to, to find where the heck my section... Like, the entrance to my section was. Two, like, I say the back rooms, like, that walkway to get, like, to your seats in the bleachers, and, like, where they have all the food and concession stuff back there, you're, like... This with people back there walking like shoulder to shoulder, trying to move around back there. Because it like in total, I'd say that like shoot, it might be like the length of my desk, the space you have to move around back there. I thought he was places. gonna say something different there when he said the length of my desk. Uh, I thought he was getting ready to say the length of my dick. Say, like, God damn, bro. Three, three. All of the the random ketchup packets all over the stadium on the ground from people dropping them because. Someone stepped on a ketchup pallet, or packet, and I got ketchup splattered all across my legs, and I had to go wash that off in the bathroom. <laughs> it looked like he had blood. Yeah. Luckily, it didn't get on my white shoes at all, which Ooh. was surprising. But, um, yeah, that's my, my idiot. Airports and uh, the LSU Stadium. I do have a question, though. Were there any, like, pretty airport one for the flights? Were there any, like... Crying. My, my flights were good, but it's just... Okay, did you have any, like, crying, getting, annoying children? getting rescheduled was what... Me saying it's an idiot. Like, the flights were totally... Who did you fun, fly with, by the way? Going down, I was with American, and coming back, I was with United. United was actually nice, because 
they had the most legroom I think I've ever had in a flight. And there was no children on any of those United flights. <laughs> hey, I, I love it. See, I love it. See, I could, I could gauge how good a flight was depending on how, the ch- how certain small children behave on a flight. If they behave good, they don't say anything. They might, like, yell for, like, a second and then, like, they'll be quiet the rest of the time. It's a good flight. If they're fucking annoying the entire time, this is in game, by the way. I don't actually condone this. I want a fucking curb that stop their heads in, bro. Answer that part out. No, no, that's gonna be the next YouTube short. That's in game in Minecraft, by the way. In Minecraft, in Minecraft, in Minecraft, bro. I was, I would be tempted if I was on my last straw, like I was fighting demons. With how little sleep I had, I would I would do that. So, right, are we into most impressive? Yes, we are. Who will start? Uh, I will start. Uh, my most impressive this week: the motherfucking San Francisco Forty ers Explain. No, I I think the route of the Steelers is enough. I'm just blowing the doors off of the Steelers. Yeah, the Steelers. Steelers don't go to Super Bowl. No, they're not. You're not even. You're not. you're not gonna win. You're not gonna have a winning record this year. Goodbye, Mike. The third quarter started. They had one yard of total offense. One. A single yard. Um, my most impressive. Gotta go with the goat, King of Kings, the goat of goats. Scott Hansen. I already know why. I don't even got to explain it. Seven hours of commercial free Seven football. Seven hours of commercial free football. Fucking okay. music to my ears when I heard that Sunday. I thought Tommy was going to say... Uh, oh, yeah. In the, the octoboard, eight games at once. I thought Tommy was going to say his most impressive was oh, I uh, almost fall did, weather. Literally, I almost had a fucking sensory overload when I saw the first octoboard of the season. I thought Tommy was going to say his most impressive was going to be fall weather. That too. A fucking slut for fall weather. Dude, I actually wore jeans and a hoodie today. Oh, I wore, I wore shorts and a hoodie today. And I had the fucking dad attire decked out he was looking like a dad today we were both looking I like dads. I, had dad, I had new bounces on so i had perennial dad shoes on too me and him were both dressed like dads like our kids were at school and we were taking some time before we had to go pick them up it's getting scary bud we're we really are getting to that age we are i'm 24 i oh god screw them kids Whoa! Ben's a pedo. Ben's a pedophile. He wants to screw kids. I'm pretty sure he's just doing the PG version of the Michael Jordan meme. F them kids. Yes. Well, then he could have said F them kids. That's also still technically PG. That still does not help it at all. I I want to hear what this man's going to chant at the Mizzou K-State game when Mr. Brightside comes on. Because he's not affiliated with the band anymore. So there's no really. I'm not affiliated with. You can say it. You can say it now. 
You can. I'm not affiliated with profanity, Brock. Oh my god. Then just say FKU. Alrighty, will do. Just say FKU, you know? I will be staring right at my dad. FKU. Yeah, you know, FKU. FK. I'm going to stare right at my dad, chanting the whole thing right in his face. Just staring at him going, fuck gay you. Fuck gay you. Fuck gay you. Anyway. Uh, ben, you're most impressive. Uh, my most impressive also goes to LSU. <laughs> um, the campus, by the way, was like beautiful like that campus is okay oh, yeah that campus very is very nice so you've now Bro, been to three all... sec campuses mizzou tennessee and lsu it's time to rank them mizzou lsu tennessee <laughs> that's just like that's just campus wise yeah. there's there's a lot of other factors where tennessee would be number one then it'd be mizzou lsu then k-state Oh, they're not SEC. Fuck. They're not SEC, but I mean, he's technically ranking campuses he's been to. So. Oh God! If we're doing that, then uh, ooh, Jesus! I've been to a lot. Because <laughs> then we got to throw Simo in Brock, as I said, like there's another ranking system where I'm not going to say what this ranking is off of, but it's Tennessee, LSU, Mizzou, um, then K State. But then there's another ranking where it was. Hold on, hold on, hold on! I got to play something. Alien. I knew exactly what he was talking about. Yeah, I understand where that comes from. Hang on, Ben. I'll say it for you. Even the fat chicks in Tennessee were high. But then another ranking would be Tennessee, LSU, Mizzou, K-State. You just had that one. Er, Okay, then it's LSU, or no, Tennessee, Mizzou, LSU, K-State. I'm noticing a theme here, and it's like K-State's at the bottom. Yes. Yeah. I mean, which we weren't really there for mo- very mo- long anyways. Bro, so you, you haven't even, like, thrown in SEMO, which you were at for a good portion of time when I was freezing in the car and I had to pay. Hey, I was freezing like my best friend hours, uh, William Jewell. Um, I've been to... God, I've been to a lot Sorry. of college campuses. Okay. But LSU most impressive... The campus is beautiful. They have so many massive, beautiful-looking trees just everywhere, all of our campus. Like those trees. No, just like I'm. I'm not even joking. The trees are. The trees on campus. Hey, Liv. Wacky peepee. I'm not even to that point yet. Uh, Death Valley itself. Oh, yeah, no, he's not even there yet. Give it, give, give him some time, my guy. Uh. Death Valley was a beautiful stadium. Like when you're in your seat and everything, it's a great stadium. Everything under the bleachers, though, is god awful. The back rooms, as I said, this like when you're sitting down, it's good. Um, the, we drove by the box, Tommy. I wanted to go inside. They're so bad. Oh, Alex, Alex like box the inside. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Um, and then, as as. As one would say, women are fake and don't exist. To this point. I'm getting to this women point. are fake and don't exist. Women are fake and don't exist. Women are fake and don't exist. Women are fake and don't exist. Hey, Liv, whack you, pee pee. Women are fake and don't exist. Alright, let him finish. Let him finish. Jesus. And I'd like to say that while they're at the LSU game, let's just say that, um, being there at the game was like scrolling through Tommy's Twitter timeline. 
What the fuck? That's the fact it was like 10 out of 10. Women are fake and don't exist. It's pretty timeline is not like that. Hey, it's Liz. either... Wacky pee-pee. Uh -huh. I was looking fucking art. It's okay, Tommy's gonna have to dress like a woman, so that's fine. Our timeline oh, consists of dope looking fucking art, anime, football, and then baseball. Random random shit. Random shit. Yeah, I don't know if really wacky pee pee. <laughs> I'm gonna fight you, and I'm gonna fucking kill you. Women are fake, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna fight you, and I'm gonna fucking kill you. Oh my god. Alright. But only Tennessee beats out LSU in the Giot Factor, bro. So. Aleph, wacky pee-pee. I will say that, Ben. I'll give you that. Even the fat chicks in Tennessee were hot, so. And you will agree with that. <laughs> anyway. Uh. Gentlemen, it's time to play Who He Play For. Let's go. Tommy's not excited at all. Let's go. Mark, you don't understand. He wears a funny hat. He oh, wait, my bad, my bad. It's now time Let's for the MLB. Go. It's now time for the MLB update. Playoffs! Tommy, do you want to do it or do you want me to do it? You can go ahead and do it, sir. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we are coming down. We have played 144 games this year so far, which means there are just 18 left in the MLB season this year. It's getting close. Let's first go with the eliminated teams first. The teams that are eliminated are, of course, the Kansas City Royals, who currently have the worst record in baseball at 44-100. and 100. They're the first team to 100 losses this year. Oh. Yay! Oakland Athletics, who are one game better than the Royals. The Colorado Rockies, who are 51-92. and 92. And a new challenger has approached the Chicago White Sox, meaning the most eliminated teams come from the AL Comedy Central. Yeah. I mean, Minnesota's over 500. Six games. My six games, though, still. Fuck. Over 500. That's all that to matters. win the conference, the, the, the division. Let's start with the AL Comedy Central. Of course, the Twins are ahead. They are 75 and 69. Seven games up on the Cleveland Guardians, 68 and 76. And the Detroit Tigers are still in the fucking hunt at 68 and 76, eight and a half, or oh. 66 and 77. Eight and a half games behind the fucking Twins. How? How? Because the Tigers are going to go to the fucking playoffs this year with a losing record. The AL Beast is currently being led by the Baltimore Orioles, who are 91-52. and 52. Three games behind them are the Tampa Bay Rays, 89-56, and 56, three games back. Toronto Blue Jays holding pace, 80-64. and 64. Boston Red Sox, 73 and 70, 18 games back. The below 500 New York Yankees, 71 and 72, 20 games back. Fuck the Yankees, my guys. Am I right? Ben's giving me the death stare, and Tommy is not responding. Oh, uh, uh, what? Uh, what oh. Fuck the Yankees, am I right, guys? Yes, fuck the Yankees. Yeah. I can't wait to see their eliminator from postseason contention. In the AL West, 
Houston Astros 82-63, and 63, two games up on the Rangers and Mariners, who had the same record at 79-64. and 64. The Angels, 67-77, and 77, technically are not out of it yet, even though they're 14 and a half games back. And, of course, those Oakland Athletics, who are 36 and a half games back. I'm not going to lie. I'm so interested to see who wins this division. We move on to the uh, best division in the NL, in the NL Central. Brewers, 80-63, and 63, are three games up on the Cubs, who are 78-67. and 67. The Reds are 74 and 71, holding pace right behind them, seven games back. Pirates are 14 and a half games back, 66 and 78. Cardinals, 17 and a half games back, 63 and 81, guaranteeing that the Cardinals will not have a winning record this year. Yes, sir. Thank you, Lord. The AL East has been wrapped up as the Braves have won the division. They are 94 and 50 on the year. Phillies. Wait, did I say that right? Oh, no, my bad. The Braves are the first one to clinch a playoff berth, 94-50 and 50 this year. The Phillies, 15 games back, 79-65. The Miami Marlins, 74-70, and 70, 20 games back. Mets and Nationals are both 29 games back, 65-78 and 78 for the Mets, and 65-79 and 79 for the oh. Nats. A quick little update with the Braves. So since they've already clinched their playoff berth, they already hit the magic number to clinch the playoff, like us brought in the playoffs. Their magic numbers are to win their division, four games, 14 more games for home field throughout the playoffs, and then 17 for World Series home field. We look at wild card standings first in the AL. The Tampa Bay Rays are nine up at that first wild card spot. The Blue Jays are half a game up. Rangers and Mariners tied for that last spot. There is a really good chance that we could be playing a game 163. 163, please. I want it so bad. We got so close to it last season, but we didn't get it. I fucking want it this season. Other teams that are within double or single digits of getting into that spot are the Red Sox and Yankees at 6 and 8 respectively, Cleveland at 11 and a half, the Angels at 12 and a half, and the Detroit Tigers at 13. Uh, the Royals are 35 and a half games out of a wild card spot. Just letting y'all know. We get already eliminated from. I know. The Phillies are three and a half up at the first spot in the wild card in the NL. The Cubs are two up. Diamondbacks holding pace as the number three team in the NL for the wild card <laughs> spot. Marlins one and a half games back, and the uh, Giants and Reds are at two. Padres eight and a half. Pirates nine and a half. Mets ten. Nationals ten and a half, Cardinals twelve and a half, and the Rockies who are eliminated are twenty four back. It'll be interesting to see who that third wild card team is going to be. Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks, Diamondbacks. Yeah, I think it's probably going to be Phillies, Diamondbacks, and Marlins. Sorry, Ben. Sorry, Ben. I think the Cubs are going to fall off here pretty soon. I don't think they can hold the magic much longer. Hmm. And I don't think yeah, the Reds are making the playoffs will, this year. I will say the Cubs just lost their closer for 15 days. So Yeah. So, again, they're going to fall off. I think the Marlins slide in. And then may God have mercy on all of our souls when the Marlins finally win the World Series again this year. That has been your MLB update. It is now time to play Who He Play For. 
is PP. Mr. Benjamin Duncan. Gentlemen, the player that we will be doing today has played for eight teams in eight? his career. Oof, Jesus. Eight teams. He's been in the league for ten years. Um, twenty thirteen to twenty twenty three. This man gets traded a lot, so Obviously. that's why. What the fuck? Um, and the player this week is Abraham Almonte. Who the fuck is that? Abraham Almonte. How many teams he play for? Eight teams in ten years. He gets eight? traded a lot. He has eight teams in ten years. Okay. Uh, and he is currently on a roster right now. The Tigers. I don't know. Nope. Um, I just got to go with teams that don't play the Royals a lot. Uh, oh, let's see. The Dodgers. No. No. The Marlins. Mm-mm. The Nationals. No. The Phillies. Mm-mm. The Angels. Nope. The Diamondbacks. He's with the Diamondbacks. We have one. Played 17 games on their roster. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? Ben's pulled this motherfucker out of nowhere. God damn it. All right, let's see. Playing currently. What do you mean? Let's see. Um, the Brewers. No. Uh, the Seattle Mariners. He's played 52 games for the Mariners. This year? No. Oh, my God. The Colorado Rockies. No. This motherfucker has a goddamn platoon player as... The, God damn, man. The Toronto Blue Jays? Minnesota Twins. No. Is there anyone in the AL Central that he played Fucking for? Fucking A. Two. What the... Okay. White Sox? White Sox and nope. Indians. The Royals? The motherfucker played for the Royals? He, he, played, he played for Cleveland. Uh, he played 187 games for Cleveland. The and Royals? he played 50 games for the Royals in 2019. Oh, what? my God. That's why. 2019? What? He played 50 games for the Royals in 2018. 20, oh, 2018. The, bad, the really bad year. Oh, okay. Got it. Oh, got it, got it. oh, we don't talk about that. Yeah, so, we, don't talk, okay. we don't talk about Lucas Duda have, starting at first base. You have Cleveland, Seattle, Arizona, and Kansas City. That's four of your eight. What the Atlanta. He's played 64 games for Atlanta. Okay. Uh, Said no on Washington, correct? Correct. Yeah. Baltimore. No. (sighs) Uh, Boston? He played 15 games for Boston. Okay. Jesus Christ. (sighs) Mets. He played eight games for the Mets. <laughs> Fucking eight games. Dude, I'm just guessing these teams at this point. <sighs> you need the team that he, he was on technically the longest tenure, but <laughs> only played 70 games for. Damn, Almonte. The Tampa Bay Rays. No. Mm. San Francisco Giants? No, but you're close. The Oakland Athletics. Nope. What the fuck? How is it close? How do you San Diego Padres? 70 games for the Padres. What year? Fucking 13 to... 
15? Uh, he was there in 14, 15, and... So really bad Padres teams, got it. So like the Padres when they were just yeah. putting a doormat for when, literally When everyone. the only player they had on their team was Will Myers. Yes. God damn, boy, okay. I don't remember him on the Royals, but there we go. Yeah, he played 50 games for the Royals in 2018 in his age 29 season. He had 134 at-bats. He had 24 hits in those 134 at-bats. His batting average was .179. He had three home runs and nine RBI. Oh, that guy was getting a good amount of bats for the 18 Royals. Jesus Christ. Abraham Almonte. Somehow, those 18 Royals were better than the current ones. And he wore uh, number 45 for the Royals, if that helps at all. No, that doesn't help at all. No, it doesn't. Does that help? His career career war is one. So he's a positive war. So he has a positive... What the fuck? So who is he playing for exactly right now? The Mets. Okay. All right. Anyway, NFL football. Yeah, who you play for? NFL football. Dog. So oh. uh, we will allow Ben to take his victory lap here to start things out. Take your victory what? lap for the the Lions. Take your victory lap. Hey, fucker! My team won as well. Bro. Yeah, but you beat who? Beat the Titans and Ryan Tanner. A win is a win. A win is a win. Whatever. It's not the defending Super Bowl champions. The Lions were guaranteed to win that game no matter what. Were they? You know what's funny? You know what's funny? I told my... So, you know what's actually really funny? He decides to show up 30 minutes before the game. Oh, by the way, I saw Lions fans in every airport I was at. Except Baton Rouge. Hmm. Over the weekend. There you go. A lot of them in Kansas City. Well, why? So my dad. So I talked. So my dad called me like I think it was Saturday. Just wanted to see how I was doing, checking in, you know that stuff. Holy shit! Your dad this. actually called you. Yeah. What? Last they time I asked about it, you you barely talked to him. They were. I think they were going to Arkansas for something. I don't know. Oh. It was just him and my mom. Um and uh Hey you got a little new little I brother. saw that. Don't fucking do that shit. That's my parents, dude. Uh, I I'm just sitting here going, Hey, you got a new brother on the way. That's my fucking I have a brother and a sister. Their names are Casey and Noah and they're two dogs. Oh my god. What the fuck did you get a sister? My dad said my dad said this. He said he gets and I totally a thousand percent agree with him and you guys will probably agree with me as well he gets more enjoyment out of a chief's loss than he does a saint's win yeah i don't know i get a lot of enjoyment out of a colt's win because then i'm just making fun of whatever fan base whatever team lost to us like Like, you are so dog shit you couldn't beat the colts but like like i was like Damn, I'm actually kind of. I was like, damn, you're actually right. I kind of. I'm like, you're right. You're so right. Because it's so funny. Go on the Twitter or if you're on Facebook to see just Chiefs fans absolutely melt down at the slightest, 
slightest inconveniences. Bro, it's not my fault that their right tackle is jumping off sides every single play. Yeah. Not their fault Travis Kelsey was out with that bone bruise in his knee. Speaking of which, speaking of Travis Kelsey, oh my god. It is so... This isn't me saying because I don't know what This is just me from just a general perspective. It is so fucking night and day how much he is needed in that offense. And Darius Tony and all of them are fucking... Yeah, had, man, I think T. Higgins went like 0 for 8. little stole hands, but it is so night and day how much they need Travis Kelsey on that offense. It's almost like Mahomes can't do it by himself. <gasps> what? Get ready. Maybe we can retire in the next couple years, Chiefs fans. <laughs> uh. And the Lions played like shit. The Lions didn't even still... like play their best and still found a way to beat the Chiefs. And Kadarius Tony was like decided to be the player of the, the game for the Lions. Uh, also, Mahomes throwing passes behind his wide receivers. That too. And then, you know what else was was totally ironic? Patrick Mahomes is your leading rusher. Mm-hmm. I'm, no, I'm no football expert, but when the quarterback is your leading rusher, something some ain't right. Something is not right. Anthony Richardson's a leading rusher for the Colts, but that's, that's because that is, we, that is different, though. That is completely different. <laughs> that's because we did design runs with him all the time. That's because, yes, exactly. That's because the plays that I saw on Red Zone for Anthony Richardson looked like designed run plays. They were. Pat Mahomes, it wasn't. Anthony Richardson's RG3 2.0. But, I mean, this is, it is just fascinating. At the slightest inconveniences, what Chiefs fans do and how they react at the slightest inconveniences. It's normally cry. Speaking of RG3 at the Baylor game this weekend. What did he say? I didn't hear what he said. I'm about to get into the thick of it of the best college football fans in the country. I'm going to get into the thick of it like Kyle Lowry. (laughs) Quoted. No, no way. Jesus. He said that. No fucking shot, he said that. Jesus. On national television? Yes. Oh my god. That's like almost as out of pocket as that one announcer. I'm not going to say it, but like, you know who you, you know what I'm talking about. No. I know. Home run to left field by Nick Castellano. Not him. No. I know which one. And it's the guy that roasted Matt Ryan. Got the cheap shit. Oh, wasn't the one that busted Matt Ryan? It was the guy that was like, yeah, he's all this. And then it was like, I forget what it was. It was in a college game. I haven't. Anyway. Moving on. It's now time to talk about my Colts. <clears throat> yes, just gonna... uh, Mr. Gordon, time's yours. Um, positives. Positives. Um, we did better than I thought. But I did call us uh, letting the Jaguar score 31 on us. It's almost like I know this defense or something. Um, Positives. Positives. Um, Anthony Richardson actually looked really good. No. He looked okay. He looked looked serviceable. 
Um, he looked. That's why I said I changed it to say he looked okay. You got to watch the Colts play football on television. Yeah, I got to. I got to watch the Colts play football on television. Um, Anthony Richardson needs to change his number to fifteen because we need him as AR fifteen again. Because shout out my boy Austin. Shout out my boy Austin Reeves on the Lakers. Best jersey in the game for real. Say him as AR five ain't working. Maybe change it to ten so he could be AR ten. That's that's fine. That's an actual gun as well, but you know whatever. Um, we need to have someone last. We just need to have someone with the last name of Mac, and then they wear the number ten. No, fuck that. Be a Mac. Be Mac eleven. Um, positives. Positives. Um. Did the Colts' offensive line look good or bad? They they looked better than last year, but that's not really saying much. Um, positives. We are currently second in the AFC South. It's positive, I guess. Um, um, Richardson got sacked four times, so I can't say that's a positive. Uh, oh, Michael Pittman Jr.'s back. Thank you. Finally, thank you for finally showing back up, Michael. We missed you the last few years. What the fuck have you been? Um, uh, Zaire Franklin looks good. Forrest Buckner's still a beast. Anything else? No, <laughs> no. Uh, I, that's that's all I got, dude. Like the Colts are just. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? That Bears looked even shittier. It looks like you guys aren't getting Marvin Harrison Jr. this season. Sorry. What? That the Bears are gonna get Marvin Harrison Jr. instead of you guys. No, no. Um, yeah, Brock, there is one thing to look forward to, Colts wise, though, my guy. Because I finally got an update. At least get a win next week with the Texans. I finally got an update on a Brock's president that I had ordered for his birthday. It should be here before we go to the game on Saturday. So. That'll be a Colts positive for you, Brock. The, a little tease. A little tease. That'll be all the positive this season. Let's put it that way. They're just not going to be. They're going to be decent, but just not good enough to be in the playoffs. Let's put they're, it that way. I don't want them to be in the playoffs. That's the thing. I don't I want them to be. The I said they're going to be decent, but not no. in the play, not in the playoffs. They're going to be decent. I said it earlier this year. I want them to be eight, eight, and one. And so far, they're on track for that. <laughs> really wish. Um. I mean, I'll just go to transition mind. I mean, the Saints won. Plus, get understand what all of the Raiders fans were saying. He basically just has Derek Carr has sensory overload once the pocket collapses. <laughs> and that it looked really, he looked really good. Jamal I mean, Williams played. Paul Williams played. Jamal Williams looked really good. Guys, it's the guys. Come on, it's the first fucking game of the season. Let's calm down. 
No, I won't calm down because my culture. T. Gonna... Higgins uh, was zero for eight in catches for the Bengals. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about a certain. Let's talk, can we talk about that game, please? How literally Thursday the Thursday of I've I've talked about Chiefs. all the NFL football I've watched. It's I watched the Chiefs game and I watched the Colts game. That's all I've watched. Um, I mean. I watch nothing else. Highest, it turns into the highest paid quarterback ever. And then decides to lay a dud, and then they decide to lay a dud in the uh, game against the Browns, where Jamal was like, "We just lost to some fucking el- elves, my guy." Elves. Oh yeah, in the Sunday night football game. Speaking of the Sunday, was fucking boring as shit. Giants, absolute hot garbage. Daniel Jones scammed the Giants out of $45 million a year. And then the Cowboys scoring 40 points. So I alluded to the Cowboys. So they scored 40 points yesterday. Uh, yesterday, As of this recording. It's, oh, it's September. As of Sunday, they scored 40 points. They outscored... Five different teams. They scored. They outscored five teams that played Sunday afternoon. The teams were, I believe, the Bengals. I just pulled on. Wait, five teams combined? No, like five. They they had five teams. They outscored. The fuck is it? I believe it was obviously. Ben is getting uncomfortably amount of happy down there. Brock, how? How what? Oh, did you win? Fucking Josh Allen kept throwing interceptions. That's what happens when Josh Allen throws three picks. Dude, I started Joe Burrow. I know. I should have started Brock Purdy. I would have whooped your ass if I did. And my tight end got one point to yours three. Again, I should have started Pat Fryermuth, but fuck. Both, both our flexes had three points as well. Dude, I also should have started Brees Hall. We'll get to that later, though. We're not talking about fantasy right now. We'll get to fantasy later. Uh, but yeah, they outscored five Tommy's different teams. <laughs> Tommy's Tommy, team. Uh, they looked decent enough to win that game. That's what happens when Ryan Tannehill decides to be Ryan no. Tannehill. <laughs> no, I'm talking about your fantasy team. That's what happens when Travis Kelsey is out for the game, by the it's way. okay. We have a worst in the league this year. <laughs> Clearly the Troy Pink Harleys. Yeah. Yeah. Dude started Cooper Cup and Jonathan Taylor, bro. To be fair, he does not know how to work the fantasy app. So probably I should, should at least help him with that. I'm, I'm going to go up tomorrow and probably help him set it up so he can fix it. He's like I said. He's not going to be happy with those quarterbacks because it's literally the two guys that he hates the most in the NFL at quarterback. Well, currently, uh, Jerry right, so Goff. Here, oh, okay, here are the five, here the five teams they outscored. Here the five teams they outscored. The Giants, obviously, they fucking blew the doors off from forty to nothing. The Panthers, Texans, Steelers, and Bengals. I think your clothes are done drying. By the way. 
Think your coals are done drying? Can I just hear the yes buzzing? Uh, that's actually my uh, ice machine. Yeah, should probably get that checked. Um, no, that's how it's going. It's just refilling on water before it drops the ice here in a little bit. I'm sorry, I misread that. The Cowboys' defense scored more points there in Week One than the Bengals, Steelers, Texans, Panthers, and Giants. There we go. Yeah. There we go. And then Monday Night Football. Oh, my goodness. What a way to start. What a start for the Jets. Yeah, fuck. And I tweeted this out, and I'm like, the the Jets and the Giants truly are accursed franchises. First Sunday... Oh, this is the first time a stadium has hosted back-to-back primetime games with different teams, apparently. Because the Giants played Sunday night, and then the Jets just played Monday night. <laughs> the Giants, Sunday night, get absolutely curb-stomped by the Cowboys, 40 to nothing. And then everyone, collectively, this Monday, after- Monday afternoon was like, surely the Jets can't do something like that. Um... Kinda. Four plays ish. in. Kinda ish, yeah. Four plays in. Aaron Rodgers' career as a New York Jet gets injured with an ankle injury. It is now an Achilles injury. Four plays in. Achilles injury, he's out for the rest of the game. And then everyone was like, oh, shit, here we fucking go again. And everyone was like, truly, an accursed franchise. <laughs> like, like everyone was like, this cannot be happening. I was kind of shocked myself when they're like, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is coming out of the game with a parent leg issue. I'm like, excuse me? And then the Bills, um, up what, like 16? Like thirteen, they were like thirteen something, like thirteen to six going in the thing, and then Josh Allen must have had some bet on FanDuel with turnovers, my guy. He got sponsored by Butterfingers. Also, the Madden Madden curse in full effect week one already. Um, decides to turn the ball over three times. Does not do absolute. They do not do jack shit at all in the second half. And then towards the end of the game, Jets take the lead. They're up by three. Bills are driving down the field. They had a, what was it, like a 50-yarder to tie the game? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's how they fucking, this, this man fucking doinked it in. That's my fantasy kicker right there, boy. Week one. We have a doink field goal already. We're in week one, by the way, guys. Yep. This game goes into overtime. Let's get the ball first. They don't do jack shit. And everyone before overtime started, everyone was like, "Well, I got coughed." Before this, before overtime started, everyone collectively was like, "God, how fucking hilarious would this be if this game ends in a tie?" Which honestly would have been hilarious if it did. Those don't do anything, so they punt. Uh, the guy from Hard Knocks, I forget his name, he wears number 82. He's the ball and fucking returns it, takes it back to the house. Got a house call. 
for the win and the tutty. The rookie guy? Uh, the undrafted rookie from Xavier Hard Knocks. Or something. Xavier Howard was, or something? Xavier Howard. I watched all of Hard Knocks. I fucking loved him. He was um, Dude was awesome. So, yeah. From being the star of Hard Knocks to being the star of the Monday night game and winning it for your team. Highest of highs right there. But then we find out later from Robert Sala that the Achilles injury is not good. So that's the lowest of lows. And it's looking like Aaron Rodgers might be out the season with that Achilles injury. The MILF Hunter is back in action once again. So they are going to get an MRI Tuesday Today. to find out how like severe this injury is. It could be nothing. could be something. If it's actually an Achilles, like a legit Achilles injury, he's doubt for the season. Yeah. No. Just say he's out probably four weeks as of now. Four? four I'd say about eight weeks. The, I'm saying the year. So well, it's well, yeah, like if, if it's like something if torn. It's not yeah, something as won. major, but if it's something or like he did something to it that doesn't require surgery, it would be a miracle if it did. Then we're looking at probably eight weeks. I'd say nine at the max. You don't see Aaron Rodgers play. So, yeah, there's that. That's pretty much all of football. Is it? Oh, yeah, the Commanders got their first win in Snyderless. A good job for them. Yep, somehow looking like the guy. <laughs> Unironically, yeah. They probably still could have done it with Taylor Heineke. Fuck you. Stop reminding me. Actually, right. Um, let's see what else. The Steelers uh, just getting absolutely curb stomped by the 49ers. What was the score of that game? I never saw it. Uh, a <laughs> lot to a little. I got you, Bill. I got you. The final score of the Niners and Steelers was 30 to 7, San Francisco. Was that in San Francisco? No. Oh, that game was in Pittsburgh, by the way. It was in Yinzerland. That was, that was in... <laughs> you know what's funny? They showed crowd shots of Heinz Field. I'm pretty sure there were, there were a absolute ass load of 49ers fans. I gotta give props to them. They travel exceptionally well. There's always more of them in, in San Diego's state. And, and they're like a kind of... Larger but still though, but still though, it is so impressive how well their fans travel. Similar to Detroit fans against the Chiefs on Thursday. There was a lot of blue. A lot. But, yeah. Obviously, everyone's eyes are going to be on Kansas City. They're the defending champions. It's going to be interesting. The game against Jacksonville. Oh, if they lose that game. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. One, it's going to be fucking hilarious if they lose that game. Because we're going to see literally, we're literally going to see all of Chiefs Twitter and Facebook and all the circles of Chiefs fans and all that, and bandwagon fans just have an absolute complete meltdown. All right, gentlemen, new segment here. It's time to guess the uh, three highest and three lowest uh, ticket prices for the NFL games this week. You ready? Yes. All right, we will start with the three highest. Um, for the highest games, or like this weekend's games that this just happened. This upcoming NFL games that are getting ready to be played. 
Okay, I'm going. So I'm gonna. So okay, I'm gonna pull up my phone. I'm not gonna pull up the tickets. I'm only gonna pull up the games that are gonna be played. I'm not gonna pull up the tickets. Hang on, I'll do. I'll give you multiple choice here. I got you. We'll do it this way. Ready? Ooh, okay. Okay. I have the. I have the. The matchups pulled up. Can I at least go off of that? Sure. Can I? Yeah. Can we at least do that? Can we at least look at the matchups? We're not gonna click on the thing. Like, look. Yep. All right. Go ahead. It's on the schedule. Okay. One, okay, that's one. So I'm gonna go ahead and say one of them is 49ers Rams, because that, that game is in SoFi Stadium. That is the third highest. Okay. Vikings Eagles. Sorry, you say third? Excuse me. It's the third highest ticket right now. Vikings Eagles on Thursday night, and then Jets Cowboys in Jerry World. Neither, actually, the uh, Jets Cowboys is one of the lower price tickets this week. Really? Yes. Um, okay, so 49ers-Rams is one of them. Okay, That so is the number three. Lowest. I'm going to go ahead and say Chiefs-Jaguars. No. Ravens-Bengals at noon. No. Seahawks-Lions? Seahawks-Lions is the second most expensive. Is the, what is the ticket price going for that one? 172. Fucking what? The Niners, Rams, the low, or you can find tickets as low as 156 right now. Um, Evans Patriots, Sunday night game. Nope, those tickets are going for 97. Browns, Steelers, Monday night. No. Uh, how about Commanders, Broncos? Y'all give up. Saints, uh, Panthers. No. Bro, Raiders Bills. I don't know. Raiders Bills, one seventy six. What the fuck? Huh? Bills home I guess opener. That makes sense. I guess. Hold on. I guess that does make sense. The Raiders are leading the AFC West right now, so it's also the, Bills the, home opener. Think about it this way: Bills home opener, Lions home opener, Rams home opener. Uh, you mean Forty uh, ers home away from home opener? You know what I mean. All right, time to go up the three lowest. And so you um, think Jets Cowboys was one of the lowest. It's not one of the lowest, but it's on the lower end. Okay. Was it one of the top three? No, no, not even close. Okay. Uh, pan- all right, I'm gonna go to Panther Saints. That is the third highest of the three lowest. The three low. Okay. Which it's a Monday night game. Mm-hmm. Arrival. Thirty-seven dollars. Divisional opponent. It's Monday. What? $37. Commanders Broncos. No. No. Saints Panthers. We just said Saints Panthers. Okay, then Brown Steelers. No. Um, how about um Packers Falcons? No. Bears Bucks. How about Giants and Cardinals? Giants and Cardinals tied for the lowest. Colts and Texans. That is also tied for the lowest at $24. $24 bucks to go watch two shitty teams play? Yep. $24. Going to the for $17 game or something this year? I, you know, I'm thinking about it right now. I might I might take a flight right after work and go to a Colts game this year. <laughs> if this continues. Are you guys going to the... 
K-State. Is we in this week? Yeah, we are. I'm saying at some point this year. Oh. Oh, I'm not going to. You're actually going to fly in a plane? Yeah, because I ain't going to make it if I fucking drive. That's true. Hmm. Hang on. Maybe I would. What's the rest of the schedule looking like? Noon, noon, away game. Oh, hey, you know, actually, I wouldn't be a, I wouldn't be opposed to doing this, flying out to Carolina to watch the Colts and Panthers play. Uh, Ooh, actually, that sounds, that sounds actually kind of fun. I haven't been to Charlotte in a fat minute. Hmm, interesting. Anyway. Yes, those are your lowest tickets. The uh, like I said, the Colts, Houston, and the uh, Giants, Cardinals games are twenty four dollars right now. So there you go. That is highest and lowest. Uh, if you want, I could try to do that for uh, college football as we go to Ben's list of things here. Just give me just a second. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm not even going to do that because there are tickets going for $4 for some of these games. Which game? What games? Uh, Bethune-Cookman versus Miami. Uh, for 5 bucks, you can watch Long Island University take on Baylor. For 8 bucks, Norfolk bucks? State and, Temp- and Temple. For $6, you can watch uh, Louisiana Monroe versus Texas A&M. That game Are in Adelaide? It is. For $11, you can watch Villanova versus UCF. For 10 bucks, you can watch San Jose State and Toledo. Actually, that's not a bad one. For 6 bucks, you can watch Sacramento State versus Stanford. For $4, you can watch Fresno State versus Arizona State. For 7 you can watch UTEP versus Arizona. And for 12 you can watch Kansas at Nevada. Oh, hell, you know what I just now realized? Hmm. Just have a couple more primetime games they're playing. Huh? So the Jets have 1, 4, 9, 10, 12, 17. Six primetime games, by the way. Okay, Five you know what? Now. I've got these pulled up. Go ahead and guess the most expensive tickets for college football this week. College football this week? Yeah, hold In all of FBS or top twenty five? Um You just do you want to make it easier if you just do the top twenty five. It won't let me sort by top twenty five, so. All of FBS? Yeah. Fucking shit. I just saw what the highest priced one is. Fuck. Is it Colorado, Colorado State? Yes it is at two hundred and six dollars. I was seeing some go for more than that. Yeah, but I said that's the lowest. It's the third lowest? No, that is the lowest. Or, like, the lowest pr- price ticket you can have is $206. That's the highest price ticket. Oh, wow. Okay. I need the two that are right below it. One of them, I'm surprised that it's that fucking high. Colorado, Colorado State's one of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's number one. That's numero uno. Ben, any guesses? 
Oh, I don't even know what we're talking about right now, bro. Highest um, price tickets for college football this weekend. I'm going to take a gander here. By the way, here's my screen. It's not on the ticket prices. What'd you say, the schedule. It's going to be an SEC game for one of the two or three. Um, no. No SEC game. No, I was going to say LSU-Mississippi State, but I guess not. Nope. Divisional game, but okay. Hang on, I don't even know that one is. Hang on. I haven't seen that one pop up yet here. Time they kick off. Oh, there it is. Yeah, no. You can get tickets for that game for as low as 36 bucks. How the hell is Alabama going to South Florida? Excuse me? I don't know. Same I'm reason. Looking at this, I'm just looking at the schedule right now, and I'm like, huh? Next year, Mizzou goes up to play UMass, which, Ben, we are going to that game next year. Oh, God. We're flying to UMass. Anyway, come on. I need the... Number two and number three, highest price. Oh, uh, I don't know. I South Carolina. Oh, wait, you said no SEC games. Okay. No SEC games. Oklahoma and Tulsa? Nope. Um, Minnesota, North Carolina. Nope. Like I said, you're not going to guess one of them because I wouldn't have thought it. Northwestern and Duke? No. You can buy tickets for that one for 10 bucks. You give up? Oh. Wait, East no, Carolina and Appalachian State. That is the second highest with or $173. Which one? App State at home against East Carolina. Um, Let's go Pirates, baby. Washington, Michigan State? Nope. Ooh, Georgia Tech, Mississippi? No. How is Tennessee and Florida not on that list? I don't know. I'm not the one that sets the ticket prices. Connor Bazelak has to play at Michigan on Saturday night. Yes, he does. Give us. I'm seeing. Oh yeah, no, I guess not. Wyoming at Texas. No. You give up? Yes. Tommy. Georgia Tech, Ole Miss. No, I already said no. It's twenty nine bucks a ticket. Okay, I give up. The Backyard Brawl, Pittsburgh, West Virginia, $154. So to review, the most expensive tickets for this week in college football are Colorado State at Colorado, $206. East Carolina versus App State, $173. And Pittsburgh at West Virginia, $154. One question, are the Steelers on the road next week? Um, I don't... I don't know. God, I'm burping like a motherfucker right now. Oh, uh, so no, they they're have at home against okay. the Browns. They're at and home they're against at, the Browns. Wait, that game's in Morgantown, isn't it? Uh, the West Virginia game? Yes, it is. Yes. Yeah, I was like about to say, I was like, oh, I'm pretty sure that game was in Pitt last year. It was. Anyway, Ben, your list of good three things here, or your list of things here, sir. And then from there, I, we'll I, wasn't, able to, I wasn't able to make a list as I was on Demon Time and at work. But um, I'll just go through as I see the pictures that I took to make my list on my camera roll. That sound good? This works for me. Okay, so um, for the NFL, uh, the Falcons put out their official Week One depth chart the other day, and it includes Cordell Patterson as a starter at the J position. The J position in the NFL. 
They literally have him officially listed as a joker, as he can be a running back, wide receiver, or anything that they want him to be. Thoughts, Tommy? Huh, interesting. Um, according to Field Yates, the Las Vegas Raiders have restructured Jimmy Garoppolo's deal to free up $17 million in cap room for 2023. Okay. The 49ers made Nick Bosa the highest-paid defensive player in NFL history with a five-year, $170 million deal with $122.5 million of that guaranteed. I'm, gonna make a, I'm not going to make the joke, but the joke is there, and some people can figure it out themselves. Others, I'm not going to say anything. Leave it at that. Jack knows what I'm talking about. Even though he's not here, he definitely knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. What? Uh, uh, the, uh, 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 Nick Bosa's monster deal. Yeah. What about it? I said there's a joke there. What? Him having the biggest deal in history? It's huge, folks. It's going to be the, huge. That and the other uh, joke they said for the deal. By the way, I found all three pom poms, Ben, so we can each have one for Memphis. Nice. Nice. Um, Tommy's going to have to wave a gold pom-pom. Let's go. Former NFL wide receiver Mike Williams, 36, suffered a serious injury while working at a construction site near Tampa the other day. What? Former NFL wide receiver Mike Williams. Not the current Mike Williams on the Chargers. This guy played for the Buccaneers. Yeah, I remember him. Um... The MLB placed Dodgers pitcher Julio Urias, or however you say his last name, on administrative leave after the pitcher was arrested on suspicion of felony domestic violence. I'm going to say it now. I'm starting to really love this Padres hat. Like, a lot. Yeah. Um, I know, I wish um, it was the Navy and old gold one. But, you know. Um... We had the biggest upset of the MLB season on Wednesday night. The Braves lost to the Cardinals as oh. negative 365 favorite at Caesar Sportsbook. Uh, negative 350 favorites or bigger were 5-0 and entering Wednesday. Okay, well, that's something, okay. that's for sure. That's interesting. It's baseball, though. I don't... It's, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Roll Tide. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I just felt like saying it. I don't know why. I can't explain my uh, actions. Clemson when, Clemson, when they lost to Duke, uh, Clemson had 39 four- and five-star recruits on their current roster to Duke's two four- and five-star recruits on their roster. Let's go, Duke. It's the only time I'm ever going to say that. Um... The 49ers have the highest-paid defensive end, Nick Bosa, highest-paid running back, Christian McCaffrey, highest-paid fullback, Kyle Juszczyk, the third-highest-paid tight end, George Kittle, the third-highest-paid left tackle, Trent Williams, the third-highest-paid left, or the third-highest-paid linebacker, Fred Warner, and the sixth-highest-paid defensive tackle, Javon Hargrave, and the seventh-highest-paid wide receiver, Debo Samuel. Meanwhile, their quarterback, Brock Purdy, makes the least among all NFL starters at $934,000.
Uh, I would like to state that the highest paid running back in the league and the best running back in the league is a white running back. What the fuck is the NFL? No, right? That's crazy. What the fuck uh, is the quoting, NFL? Quoting Chris Jones on his co- his um, contract situation with the Chiefs earlier this week. Dude. Opinions are like opinions are like buttholes. Everyone's got one, and they all stink. I'm just asking for a raise. Yeah, he got paid today. Yeah, for like a year. Um, from ESPN, uh, ESPN is planning to air the Pat McAfee show on a delay to manage the cursing. Uh, McAfee acknowledged that he would try to lessen the number of F-bombs he would use on the show, but also didn't want to completely get rid of it, which is fair. ESPN is owned by Disney, which is obviously going to be a bit less accepting of... Said, he literally even has a disclaimer on his first show on ESPN, we're, we're humans. Like, this is going to happen. If you want to watch Uncensored, you'll have to watch on YouTube. The Pat McAfee show makes its debut on ESPN over the weekend, yada yada. I believe their debut was Thursday. It was. Yeah. I did not watch it. You know why? Because I don't watch ESPN unless there's sports on. Like, an alive uh, game. Yeah. Joe, Burrow, Joe Burrow reached an agreement with the Bengals on a five-year, $275 million extension. That includes $219 million guaranteed, making him the highest-paid quarterback. Um, yeah. Uh... uh Rasheed Rice became the first Chiefs rookie with a receiving touchdown. It's Rashad. Okay. He played um, at he SMU, first, I know. He became the first Chiefs rookie with a receiving touchdown since 2021, thanks to Patrick Mahomes. Um, Who the f- Oh, Byron Pringle. Duh. Or not Pringle, uh, Hardman. DK Metcalf on undrafted rookie wide receiver Jake Bobo. I'm quoting this. I pull up my tablet, and I'm seeing this white kid get open every play. I'm like, who's this? Tyler Lockett says, oh, that's Bobo, man. He's a tall receiver. You have to know where 19 is. That's just what I'm going to say off the rip. All right, then. But where's undrafted free agent Barrett Bannister? Someone I care about. Who knows? Maybe he's like an insurance um, salesman now or something. Detroit beat the Super Bowl champs in the opener to claim first week one win since 2017. Good for the um, Lions. Braves, Braves, Matt Olson. Braves, Matt Olson ties Hank Aaron for most home runs by a first baseman during a single season in Braves history at 47 home runs. Yeah, he's cranked more since then. He's getting ready to break Chipper Jones's fucking record. Mm-hmm. Which, I saw this on uh, Twitter today, and I felt really old. There were some people on there asking who Chipper Jones was. Uh-huh. I'm old, man. I remember watching him play. He was one of my favorite players growing up. Backyard Baseball 2001. That's the goat right there on there, oh, man. Like, Pablo's a god on that one, but Chipper Jones as well. Um, Hey, can I add uh, something to the list that I don't think... He, I think he, he might have added. Um, so, 
Ashley Crow, mom. Oh, yeah. In Little Big in Little Big League, the Which, movie where the kid becomes the manager of the Minnesota Twins. Not the one where the two where the kid becomes a uh, pitcher rookie for the of Cubs. the year. That's rookie of the year. I got confused by it too. So, her son, Eat Crow Armstrong is the number one prospect for the Chicago Cubs and it is reported that they are going to call him up. I was going to mention that here later on. <laughs> so she's officially a mother of an MLB player nearly 30 years after the release of the movie. And the dude's 21. <laughs> yeah, Aaron, so yeah, he's 21 years old. So he, he was is born younger than the movie. He was born after the movie. The movie came out in 1994. Let's see. Rage. I'm scrolling to find the next thing on the list. How many veterans do you think of the Cubs um, are going to hit on his go. mom? None? Zero? All? I don't know what she looks like now, but she was a fucking smoke show in that movie. It was 1994. Yeah, so I'm looking it up now. Team, Team USA lost 113 to 111 in a de defeat by Germany in the FIBA World Cup semifinal in basketball. Yeah, now I know. Yeah, LeBron and them go. LeBron, Curry, Durant, and all them going to pull up in Paris 2024. I already know it. And Germany eliminated the U.S. by doing that. She's not looking bad still. She ain't a smoke show, but I could see someone on the Cubs doing it. But yeah. Uh, uh, Canarius Tony deleted uh, all of his social media accounts after the loss to the, the Lions. But reactivated it. Wait, did you really? Yes. Yeah. But then he reactivated them all to clown Giants fans. Goat. Can't just okay. Hey, Chiefs fans were probably gonna send him death threats and call him the N word and shit. So probably already have. Oh, hundred percent. I've heard it already. Let's see. The Chiefs fans try to preach that they are better than everyone else and they're above nope. being a little. <laughs> Damn, Ben. Oh. We have a, a quote from uh, Peyton Manning on the Lions this season. Oh boy. Uh, what did, Peyton Manning what? is quoted saying, I'm drinking Detroit's Kool-Aid this year. Hey, Peyton, can you come back as a quarterback coach? Oh, we also had um, this, uh, this picture was taken in downtown KC, but there were these flyers posted all around Kansas City over the weekend after the Chiefs lost to the Lions. Receiver tryouts. <laughs> Wide receiver tryouts today, today, today. No experience necessary. Um, let's see. What else did we have? Uh, a recent report revealed that the 49ers tried to trade the second overall pick in the 2017 draft for the commander's quarterback, Kirk Cousins, but Washington wouldn't even return a phone call. 
Kyle Shanahan was just named the head coach of the team and wanted to reunite with Cousins, who he coached in Washington. Mike Shanahan, his father, said about Cousins, he knew Kirk knew his system and he knew the type of guy Kirk was, but Washington wouldn't return the phone call. I'll be honest, the Niners might have a Super Bowl if he was the quarterback. Huh, that's interesting to think. Yeah, I was about ready to say, I'm like, what year was it? 17. 17. They might have a ring. They could have probably won the Super Bowl that uh-uh. Against the Chiefs, they probably would have won. Probably have a Super Bowl the next, like the year after. That's the Chiefs crazy. in the Super Bowl. That's crazy. Damn. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Yeah, God damn it, Washington! Why'd you fuck us with that? Fuck you, uh, Dan Snyder. Damn it, as, as Tommy mentioned earlier, the the Lions uh, player of the game, Kadarius Tony. We got. Oh, this picture of um, this was the uh, the Indiana versus Indiana State game this weekend. Uh, yeah. Here was uh, Indiana's student section. Well, also notice the score and the time. Look at the time. You are right. About that. <laughs> it was over. The the fans already left. Um. Let's see what else. They all spent their money to watch Indiana Louisville. Yeah, Cooper Cup will be out for four games. Oh, no. Being put on IR. Um, so, uh, Eastern Illinois and Bowling Green played this weekend. <laughs> yes, they and, did. Um, I think I know what he's talking about. But um, at the... I, it was still pretty early on in the game. It was uh, nine minutes left in the second quarter. But that was when I had checked it. But at at the nine minutes left in the second quarter mark, Connor Bazelak was 12 for 12, 146 yards, and one touchdown. I don't know what the end of the, the final score of that game was, but Connor Bazelak looked okay. I got you. I got you, because I am now curious to see how he did, and I hope he sucked ass the rest of the game. Uh, well, the final score was 38-15. Connor Baselak went 20... God damn it. 23-28, three touchdowns. Damn. Granted, it was an FCS school, and it's probably one of the fucking worst FCS schools that there is. So, um, The Royals yeah. placed relief pitcher Austin Cox on a, the 60-day injured list with a sprained knee. Let's go, pitcher number 42 on the year! Uh, game day was held in Colorado for the first time since 1996. Bill will be held in Colorado. Yeah. Not, not in fucking Coco Columbia. Goff. Not in fucking Columbia Coco where Goff. you have goddamn K-State Mizzou, because why the fuck would you do that? Deion Sanders... I'll give you one name, and his name is Deion Sanders. That's exactly why. That's I'll give why, you two why reasons. Why do you think they're going to go there? Why do you think they're going to go there? Uh, to Mizzou. Why would they come to Mizzou? Uh, undefeated, K-State. undefeated K-State versus undefeated Missouri. It's okay. They'll be in Mizzou, or they'll be in Columbia when, uh, when them Tigers from Baton Rouge come in. It's fine. It's cool. It'll be great. Ain't that right, Ben? Yes. 
Coco Golf won the first U.S. Open women's title, ending America's longest Grand Slam drought. Okay, it's Tennis America and American won. Let's fucking go. Yep, that's yes, what matters sir. is USA wins. USA, USA, um, USA. John Hunter Nemechek won the Xfinity Series race to deny Brandon Jones a playoff berth as Parker Klingerman takes the final spot as John Hunter Nemechek dominated uh, the Kansas Raceway race over the weekend. Kansas Speedway, baby! I almost went. I actually had a buddy from work that uh, offered me some tickets to go with him, but I had that fucking stomach issue, so I didn't end up going. Otherwise, I would have been at Kansas Speedway this past Sunday. Wouldn't that have been something? Yeah, Texas beating Oklahoma, Texas beating Alabama snapped Alabama's uh, 43 home win streak against non-con opponents. I'm pretty sure that's just the longest streak in FBA, like the yeah, all mm-hmm. like NCAA football. Pretty much. Um. Actually, geez. Tommy, you saying that um, reminded me of something I gotta look, gotta do here for you. Michigan State football head coach Mel Tucker has been may fired. or may not. Oh, I'm pretty sure he has been fired. Undergoing He's a fired. sexual harassment investigation. He's fired. He got fired. Okay. Well, uh, Sean Strickland stunned Israel Andesaya by unanimous decision to become undisputed middleweight champion. Yeah, another American one, by the way. I thought he was Australian. I thought he was American. I'm, hang on. How do you spell it, Sean? Uh, Is it normal Sean or... Sean Strickland, yeah. Ha- normal Sean or fucked up Sean? S-E-A-N. Okay, fucked up, Sean. Uh, Colorado has a turnover throne. He is Amer. He's American. Damn, I thought he was Australian. Colorado's turnover throne. Not as good as a turnover tire or a turnover chainsaw. Or the turnover exactly. robe. Uh, at the NC State Notre Dame game, uh, was in a lightning delay and uh. In this lightning delay, lightning struck the scoreboard of the game. That's okay. Well then, um, let's see what else. Yeah, um, yeah. At the Baylor game, RG three was quoted saying, "I'm getting in the thick of it like Kyle Lowry." To be fair, Kyle Lowry, for some reason, is unusually kicked up. Ooh, uh, two of the Chiefs' weapons Thursday night were Daniel Jones' weapons. <laughs> Tell me again how the lack of weapons for Daniel Jones hasn't significantly hurt him. The best quarterback on the planet just lost at home to Detroit because of it. Jared <laughs> Goff is 2-0 and against Patrick Mahomes, by the way. Um, this picture happened in a soccer match in the Euro League over the weekend. Oh, actually, was this like a some YouTuber All Star game? By the way, oh, oh, it was the Sidemen YouTuber one. Okay, never mind. Um, let's see. That'll be talked about on Earning Our Stripes. Uh, Dylan Brooks scored 39 points to help Canada defeat the U.S. 127-118 to in overtime. 
to win bronze at the FIBA World Cup. You know what that means. Dylan yeah, Rose, yeah I, I believe it's yeah. I'm looking at Shane's Twitter right now. Yeah, it's 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 done. Yeah, LeBron and all of them are going to be playing in the in the Olympics this year, next year. Oh, did you guys see where Texas's band was sitting at? The Alabama. Yes, band? I saw that. That was that was kind of fucked no. up and hella petty. Nice. nice. All the way in the very top. Oh, that's hilarious. But those are kind of fucked up because, like, are there were there tubas in that section? Um, yes. They had to carry that shit up all those flights of stairs and all the drums too. Uh huh. That's kind of fun. Hey, side note, Ben, this is for you. Do we have confirmation that K-State's band's going to be there Saturday? Oh, really? Do we? Oh, I have no idea. Okay. I didn't know if you had connections for K-State, and they would know. No. Okay, didn't um, think so. Two-time Stanley Cup champion and former Jets captain Andrew Ladd is retiring after 16 seasons. Dude, that sucks. He was a good player, too. But he's got those two uh, cups, so good for him, man. Um, Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins suffers a torn Achilles in Sunday's opener versus the Texans. Do you know what that means? He's now had five They can never have a solid running back. Ben. This is like, what, the second straight year? Ben. Beatty. 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 He's on the Broncos right now, my guy. Oh, the what? Who's the one on the on the Ravens? He was the one on the Ravens, oh. and he he got he's on the practice squad of the Broncos now. Okay, resign him, Beatty, Beatty, or Roundtree, 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 Roundtree. Demaria Crockett. Oh my God, no, no, we didn't even like him uh, when he played for us. Now when he played for us, fair. oh my God. Uh. Yankees top prospect Jason Dominguez has Tony a Temple right UCL. Pull, pull, pull a fucking re- out of retirement. Tony Temple comes to play for the fucking uh, Ravens. Tyreek Hill had eleven catches for on fifteen targets for two hundred and fifteen yards and two touchdowns against the Chargers Fires. secondary. Um. Yeah, Tony Pollard had two rushing touchdowns, and Dallas had seven sacks in their 40-0 victory versus New York, the largest shutout victory in franchise history. Mm. <laughs> the, the Giants, bro. Bro, and you know what was actually funny? It was actually... It was funny in real time to watch. That game was so fucking boring. But it was highly entertaining because you get to see Giants fans just suffer in real time. Yeah. Like the fuck did you know, you this game boring as fuck, but the Giants fans complaining and all that shit just makes it up for it. What did you send me on Twitter? Houston Rockets guard Kevin Porter Jr. was arrested yeah. on felony domestic violence charges after allegedly assaulting his girlfriend. Oh yeah, that. Oh, yeah. Bobby wow. Witt Jr. Bobby yeah. Witt Jr. Bobby Witt Jr. Becomes the second royal in team history to have 40 stolen bases at age 23 or younger. So hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So you said he had 40 stolen bases, right? Mm-hmm. I need to look up to see how many home runs he's got. 
he might be closing in on it. What a 30-40? This, this dude might 28. be fucking... He's at 28? Got 28 home runs. He could go 40 for 40. He's about to go 40... He's about to go 30-40. He's about to go 30-40. Let's fucking go! Sherman, I know you don't listen to this podcast at all, but can you do us all a favor and just go ahead and sign Bobby Wood Jr. already? 15 just, just years. Do it. Just, 15 years. Just give him the George Brett deal. Just give him a four-life deal. Hang on. You ready to play who's leading the Royals again? Bobby Wood Jr. is leading the team in several bases, so... Rock, I'm almost done with my list, and then we can do that, okay? Okay, that works. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook apologizes for their September 11th-themed betting promotion. Why? Why the fuck would you apologize for that? All those hit this week. I kind of... Oh, but like, still, oh it's like, it's but still though, it's just like the, it's just the name, it's just, it was just the name of the betting thing. What? Never forget. <laughs> uh, the Chiefs signed uh, Chris Jones to a one-year deal with in crazy some crazy incentives. I haven't seen. Do you any know, of the yeah, numbers do we know yet, like the exact numbers of that contract? Not yet. I haven't seen any of the numbers yet. You should, what do you mean, yeah? I haven't seen a single number from Ian Rappaport or any single one of them. I haven't seen anything, man. Uh, the Rockies finally uh, activated Chris Bryant from injury list again. I like how what? he said that. <laughs> yeah, Chris Bryant was re- reactivated from the injury list like the third time this year. Uh, um, trending, the Sean Watsons start on Sunday made history as the AFC North marks 14 consecutive years of having a starting quarterback who has served an NFL-mandated suspension for sexual assault, most since 1966 AFL-NFL merger. Huh. Deshaun's carrying the torch that Ben Roethlisberger created. Oh my god! I knew someone had to say it. I was just gonna let it go. And then finally, um, I have a, a sneak preview for um, one SEC school that will be the next in the list of SEC schools to perform in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade for this year. What, was that a slight brag that you fucking performed last year? Yeah. I mean, Alabama did it before we did, so I mean. Who is it this year? The fake Columbia. Oh, my God. But the, the, real, mean the real USC? The real USC, the fake Columbia, yeah. though. The real USC, the fake Columbia. Got it. South Carolina Gamecocks will be marching in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade this year. There was a sign at one of their games that was held up this year, and it said "I heart Cox," and ironically, by one of the cheerleaders or by what? Oh, literally, literally that like when game day was at for that North Carolina South Carolina game, I literally about a good I'd say quarter of those signs literally had to do had a cock joke in it. Yep. Anyway, wait, Brock. That that reminded me. There's a friend of mine has a T-shirt. Anyway, you ready God. to play? Uh, you'd, you'd wear it to rehearsal for band. You ready uh, to play? Who's leading the Royals? 
There. It was this t-shirt right here, Brock. Give me just a second, please. Okay. I'm going to do a little Close bit of a different here. one here for all y'all today. But this was the t-shirt the here that he would wear. Based. All right, gentlemen, we're going to start with this. Who leads the Royals in defensive war? Defensive war? Mm -hmm. Bobby Witt. Bobby Witt Jr. No. No. Salvador Perez. Kyle Isbell. What? Kyle Isbell. Uh, who leads the Royals in errors? Who? Uh. By the way, they've only committed 10 errors, so. MJ Melendez, I don't know. No. What was it, Brock? Uh, who leads oh. the Royals in errors? Uh. Bobby Witt, Bobby Witt Jr.? It is Bobby Bobby Wood Jr. What? He's got ten, which isn't bad. Who leads uh, the Royals okay. in double plays turned? Bobby Wood Jr. Ben. Michael Massey. Michael Massey is the correct answer. Nice. Who leads the Royals in saves that's still on the Royals this year? Who's still on the Dude, I have Carlos Hernandez. Oh, dude, I have fucking no idea. Who did you say, Ben? Carlos Hernandez? I don't know. Tommy, you got a guess? No idea. Carlos Hernandez with three. Yes, sir. What? Who leads the Royals in losses? Jordan Lyles. Jordan Lyles. Jordan Lyles, one game above Zach Greinke. At what, like 16 now? Yeah. Who 15? has the worst war out of all the Royals pitchers? Jordan Lyles. Jordan Lyles. Who leads all it? Royals pitchers in war? Cole Reagans. Cole Reagans. Who has given up the most home runs for the Royals this year? Jordan Lyles. Yeah. Jordan Lyles. Who leads Jordan. the Royals in ERA? Jordan. Oh, like highest ERA or lowest ERA? Lowest. Oh, Reagans. Nate Eaton. Really? Oh, Zero Reagan. ERA. You keep pulling that on us, I I remember now. But yes, Cole Reagans has got the lowest out of starting pitchers. With a 1.69 ERA. Sir. Who leads the Royals in wins? <laughs> Cole Reagans. Cole, Cole Reagans? Brady Singer. Eight wins. <laughs> Who leads the Royals in most games started? As a pitcher. So, so. Wait, no, Greenkey was on the IR. Singer. In, in, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go Singer. It's a tie between Singer and Lyles. 
Who leads the Royals in quality starts? Cole Reagans. Cole Reagans? Brady Singer. Oh. Yeah. Who has the lowest batting average on the Royals? Minimum 100 at-bats, by the way. 100 at-bats at minimum? Mm-hmm. I have no clue. Ben? I said Salvi. Jackie Bradley Jr. How many games has... Hold on. Let's talk. How many games has he played, though? He played 43 games, 105 at-bats. Sorry. Played how many games? 43. He had 105 at-bats. Mm-hmm. He had a 1.33 batting average. If you just go worst overall, it's Nate Eaton. He has a .075. 53 at-bats, 4 hits. Who has the highest... OBPS. Bobby Wood Jr. What, Ben? No. That stands for, but I'm going Bobby Wood Jr. It is not. Minimum 100 at bats. Markel Garcia. 322. Sorry, what? 322. Oh, okay. That's. Uh, behind Excellent. him that are still playing for the Royals and not traded or hurt, Nick Prado and Freddie Fermin. Oh, okay. Who leads the Royals in batting average? Minimum 100 at-bats. Who leads them in batting average? Minimum 100 at-bats. Bobby Wichita. Or Michael Garcia. I'm going to go with Kel Garcia. Freddie Freeman. Or Freddie Fermin. 281. Oh, okay. 281 for young Freddie. Showing that he might actually be the truth for the Royals here in a little bit. Slugging percentage. Minimum 100 at-bats. Bobby Witt Jr. Minimum 100 at-bats. Bobby Witt Jr. Only because he hasn't hit 100 at-bats yet, it's... Still Bobby Wood Jr., but Nelson Vasquez is coming up close on that. He's got 610 slugging percentage, 82 at bats. Oh, okay. How many different position players have the Royals had this year? 30. 30? 21. The uh, lowest that any of them have played in games is Nick Lofton with 7. Interesting. So there you go. Who has started the most? Who has played in the most games out of all those players? Bobby, Bobby Jr. Jr. 140 out of the 144 played. Who has the worst WAR out of all defensive player or all position players on the Royals? 
I'm throwing the hard ones out at you right now. Uh, I don't know, like Matt Duffy? Jackie Bradley Jr.? MJ Melendez. Minus one. Really? Minus one. Besides Bobby Wood Jr., who has the highest war on the Royals? Salvi? Hey, what was the question? I didn't hear it, sorry. Besides Bobby Wood Jr., who has the highest war on the Royals? Salvi? Freddie Fermin. Salvi has a negative or a minus point one war. Freddie has a positive one point six. How many Royals have a one or above war? Six. Six? Five. Bobby Wood Jr. with four. Freddie Fermin with one point six. Kyle Isbell with a one point five. Markel Garcia and Nikki Lopez with a one. Drew Waters and Darion Blanco are coming in at .8. Nelson Vasquez, again, he's turning into a hell of a player. He's got .7 right now. There you go. That is uh, your update on the Royals. It's now time for Who's Your Daddy? You ready, gentlemen? Yes. I don't know if we've done this one before. We have not. Okay. This one takes us to Columbia, South Carolina in hockey in the ECHL. From the American Conference in the South Division. From 2001 to 2008, this team had two uh, parent teams. I'm looking for the one that they had the longest. Ladies and gentlemen, the Who's Your Daddy team this week, the Columbia Inferno. Columbia Inferno. So, okay. So, what years were they part of the 2001 to 2008. They were a victim of the 2008 financial collapse. The Hurricanes? Okay, that's Ben's guess. Where are they, where are they based out of? Columbia, South Carolina. They're called the Inferno. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Ben's pick is the Hurricanes. I'm going to go with the Calgary Flames. You're both incorrect on this one. The longest tenured team that they had is their parent and their daddy, the Vancouver Canucks. Oh, okay. I would have said, in, I, so when I thought Inferno, I was like, oh, that's definitely Calgary. I know. That's where your mind would have gone as well. Uh, the only other NHL team they had as a parent were the Toronto Maple Leafs. Huh, okay. So I, was cl- I was in Canada, but I just wasn't in the right area. Yeah, I mean, you were in the West, so I can't fault you too much for it. I was in the country. I was close enough. Yeah, you were one Providence over. Uh, That one was a little bit of a rough one for y'all, so hang on. I'll see if I can't get another one here for you. So I can get cooking for y'all. Um, hmm. I ain't gonna go with that one. Let's go back here. Oh, is this the same one I'm thinking of? No, it's a different one. Damn it. 
Um. Fuck. Okay, we're going to stay in hockey. Oh, yeah, we're going with this one. This team is still active. From 1992 to present, so I need their current AHL affiliate. Or their current NHL affiliate. And the BOK Center, a fucking great name there. BOK Center? BOK Center. They have one division championship in the ECHL in 2018-2019. They're getting ready to start this season again. Last year they finished last place in the Mountain Division. They have one CHL Memorial Cup championship in 1992, which is when they debuted as a franchise. Gentlemen, the team this week is the Tulsa Oilers. I need the current, current NHL affiliate. Okay, I'll Ooh, take your first crack at it. Who's their daddy? I'll take a crack at it. Edmonton? You're going Edmonton Oilers? Yes. Okay. Ben? See, that's the Edmonton Oilers are the team that Connor, whatever that his name plays on, right? Connor McDavid. Yes, Connor McDavid. Okay. Tulsa. I don't think there's any hockey teams in Oklahoma. There well, I mean beyond ECHL and other teams, no. I literally have no idea. I'm gonna go Shit. with Tommy. Their team, gentlemen, that they are currently affiliated with. The Anaheim the Ducks. Dallas. Oh, what the heck? Ducks? The Anaheim Ducks. They are named the Tulsa, Tulsa Oilers after the nine other Tulsa Oilers franchises and multiple different sports that played in Tulsa. Okay. <laughs> One more for y'all. If here we go, final team here. Also hockey. This team operated from 2010 till 2015 from the Cox Convention Center. They moved. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight times, or seven times. They've been seven different franchises. They're still operating today under a new name. Gentlemen, I need the parent company or the parent team for the Tulsa, or my bad, for the Oklahoma City Barons. They have one division title in 2011 to 2012. Gentlemen, who? their daddy bro i don't know Dad. they're still currently playing 
They are currently playing, but not as the Oklahoma City Barons. Dallas. I don't know, bro. Okay, Ben going with Dallas. Tommy. I'm going to have to agree with them. I'm going to go with Dallas. With the Stirs. Their parent company, or their parent team, the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, the Oklahoma City Barons are now the Bakersfield Condors. So there you go. That's been Who's Your Daddy? It's now time for Ben's Three Things. Yes, sir. Um, number one on the list of three things. Whip crack. Number crack. one, the only Chiefsaholic was in-house for the NFL's opening game at Arrowhead on Thursday. And he brought a sign that said, I robbed my parents' bank account to be here. There's no, no way. No, no fucking way. Really? Okay. That's. Let me see. Wow. I can't believe. No, he's in fucking federal custody. He can't be there. Oh, okay. My bad. It was just um. Uh, I I I'm look. I just found it. Oh, um, some random dude dressed up like Chiefsaholic and made a joke about it. Yes, that's what I'm. I was seeing. about to say it can't be. He's in federal custody. You got got, my guy. You got got. Oh, it's a little kid. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. Um, Brictionary, Wait, the ultimate what, Lego. What did you say? Number two on my list of three things. Brictionary, the ultimate Lego A to Z exhibit at Union Station opens on my birthday this year. What? Hey, fucking excuse me? What? Brictionary, the ultimate Lego A to Z exhibit, opens at Union Station on my birthday. And uh, my birthday, my birthday is a Saturday, and that's the day it opens on a Saturday. So we're going Sunday. Oh wait, it's what day? It's a Saturday, but we're going to go that 28th. Sunday. So we're going October 30th. Got it. I mean, Sunday's the 29th, bro. I know, but 30th because uh, nobody fucking goes to Union Station. Fuck, I work that weekend. Yeah, that's why I said the 30th. Yeah, I still work that day. Damn, what I the fuck, dude? I think it's open dude? like 10 to 5, Brock. We could go Halloween. Let me check my... Job list and see what holidays I have. You could go Halloween. I'm off that day. That's a Tuesday. Yeah. Ben, you, you said you were. Shadow Wizard Money Gang. Shadow Wizard Money Gang. We love casting spells. Beans make honey. Nuclearize. Legalize nuclear oh, bombs. No, 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 no. Yes. Give me a I am saying it can be trusted with a nuclear device. I did it for work for a year. Let's see, Brictionary. I didn't is... make it a weapon either, so, you know, think Tickets about that. Tickets are $14. That's a steal. Um, 
it's Monday through Sunday, 10 to 5. And so I won't be able to do that during the week because I'll be working. So it would have to be a Saturday or a Sunday. Dictionary. Interesting. Okay. A life-size orca? What the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, dude, I'm looking at it all on Union Station's, like, website yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, then. Wow. Anyway. It's for Union Station members. No, well, you know. Not Union Station members, but okay. Anyway. Wait, let me pull that back up again. Give me just a second. I'm going to figure out, let's see, ticket information. Yeah, Union Station members is 14 Okay, but adults 13 plus is $18, Tommy. That's still not bad. No. That is still not bad. Not at all. Unless we want to dress you up as a zero to three year old so we can get you in free. We Does can. this open again? October the 28th. 28th, my birthday. Friday the 28th, my birthday. God, you, it, you, know what, you know what sucks for Ben? Uh, so we already know what to go that day. I can't. I work. Well, me and Ben are going to go there. Okay, fine. Y'all go. You can Your give him Saturday, his birthday present. Saturday, Saturday the 28th. We can. You can give him his birthday present that we'll buy for him. Right, number three on my list of three things. Ben, we already know your birthday present, by the way. It's almost bought. Yeah, we already. Yeah, we know your birthday present. Number three, going things, please. The matchup this past week between career active career strikeout leaders Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander was the first matchup between starting pitchers both with at least 3,000 strikeouts. Since Boston's Kurt Schilling went up against Roger Clemens of the Yankees on September 16th, 2007. I forgot they both played that long. Jesus. And that has been my three things. Damn. All right. Thank you, Ben. All right, gentlemen. It's now time for picks. Oh. Holy shit, I'm looking through some of the pictures of, of this. This this is fucking awesome. Dude, that orca is so fucking cool. Anyway, gentlemen, it's not time for picks this week. Are you ready? Yes, please. Yes, sir. Sorry, I'm so distracted right now by these fucking Legos. We start in oh Chapel Hill. Oh my god, this is so fucking cool. We start in Chapel Hill, where the Minnesota Golden Gophers, who are undefeated, take on the undefeated UNC Tar Heels. The Tar Heels are seven and a half point favorites. Oh, North Carolina. R. R. Let's just supposed to finish it and say heels. Oh, I don't know that. Heels. Congratulations on the upset, Minnesota. Minnesota's going to score like. 10 points to win the game. Shout out Big Ten football or whatever it is. Uh, Big Ten West football. <laughs> the backyard brawl in Morgantown. It is a pick 'em, gentlemen. West Virginia or Pitt? Hmm. Pitt. Ben, go I'm going to go West Virginia. I am inclined to agree with you, Mr. Haley. I don't know, it's in Morgantown. 
Are they going to be pissed off after the game last year? Washington travels to East Lansing, Michigan to take on the Spartans. The Huskies, however, are 16-point favorites. Ugh, 16? 16. 16. I'm taking Michigan State in the points. Okay. Ben? Michigan. Okay, he's taking Michigan State. I think Washington is going to beat the ever-living dog shit out of the Spartans and continue this undefeated run that they're on. It's not Maction, but it's the damn closest thing that we're going to get to it this week. UMass travels to Eastern Michigan, to the factory, to take on B. Carter Entertainment's favorite team, the Eastern Michigan Eagles. The Eagles are nine-point favorites against the Minutemen. Uh, maybe Eastern Michigan. Eagles! Eagles! I think UMass is going to win this one. I really do. I don't know why, but I think they're going to win. New Mexico State travels cross-state to take on New Mexico as the Aggies and Lobos are in a pick'em. Aggies. What game is it? New Mexico State, New Mexico. Aggies versus Lobos. Give me Aggies. I think the Lobos got this one. They're at home. The Aggies haven't looked that impressive this year, so I think the Aggies are going to win. The Colts travel to Houston to take on the Texans. It's a pick em. Oh, wait. You said... What? Colts and Texans are a pick em. Colts. I go for a tie. Damn it, you son of a bitch. That was my pick. I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for the tie. Fuck you. Honestly, I can see it probably being a tie, but I'll just go Colts. I'm also going with the tie because, damn it, I want that. It's the one game I said the Colts are going to tie this year. Green Bay takes on Philly. It's also a pick em. Really? Yes. We go Philly. Jamie? Um, it's the home opener for the Eagles. Go oh, Philly. Fly, Eagles, fly. Congratulations to the Packers for beating the Eagles. At home. In the Vikings? No. I thought it was Green Bay. NFL? It, is, it is Vikings Eagles. What the fuck one did I see then that I have here? Hold up a fucking second. Are you thinking of Packers Falcons? Because Vikings Eagles on Thursday night. Yeah, it's Vikings Eagles on Thursday night. Uh, I guess, yeah, I just. Whatever. Okay, fine. Packers Falcons. Uh. Packers. Yeah, Packers. Oh, Jordan Lowe throws for five fucking touchdowns. Give me them dirty birds. I think they're going to win. And Finalamar. Save this one for last, gentlemen. On purpose. <clears throat> me and Ben cannot pick this game. Only Tommy can. 
Mizzou at home against Kansas State. K-State are five-point favorites. Tommy, you're the only one that could pick this game. Um, yeah, because me and Brock are already split. K-State, KU, I mean K-State, MU. Five-point favorites are the Wildcats. K-State's a five-point favorite. This game is at row. Sold out. Sold out. I mean... What section are we in, by the way, Brock? Uh, I check right now, but it's on my phone, so I'll tell you here in a little bit. Okay. I'll flip a coin, because I can't really decide. Wow, he has to flip a coin! Holy shit. Heads is, heads is Mizzou, tails is K-State. Alexa, put coin. Okay. Tails. tails, so I'm taking K-State. Okay. Ben, me and you cannot pick it for obvious fucking reasons. You guys would pick Missouri anyway. I picked K-State. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just keep feeling like it's going to be K-State. I don't know. Um, I'm holding out hope because, I, well, I'll tell you when we get to this uh, for Know Your Enemy this week. So because me and Ben cannot pick this game, uh, Ben, we will be picking Northwest, or Northern Illinois versus Nebraska. Nebraska is an 11-point favorite at home. What was it again? Northern <laughs> Illinois Why? versus Nebraska. picking this game. Nebraska. Nebraska is an 11-point favorite at home. Nebraska, or, yeah, Nebraska, because Southern Illinois beat Northern Illinois this past weekend. And I think that's what's going to power the Huskies to win. I have Northern Illinois winning. So, there you go. That has been picks this week. May the odds be ever in your favor. Would you like the fantasy update, gentlemen? I don't care. Go ahead. So, currently in first place in our league, well, as soon as it officially goes to it, Ben is in first place as somehow he was able to pull out a come-from-behind victory over me this week as he won 102-78. to Yeah, you can thank Josh Allen for throwing three interceptions today Tommy, uh, what Monday do you mean? night. I had Joe Burrow starting. Exactly, and Joe Burrow played like ass. Four, three or four players on my team had less than four points. Tommy lost to the Sarbacks, who are my dad, 85-77. to 77. Plug, which is my cousin Marcus, defeated the Troy Pink Harleys, who may be the worst team in the league, 100-58. to 58. And Game of the Week this week went to Nate versus Mike Vick's Dog Pound as Nate pulled off, pulled off the victory, 122-114. to 114. So to review, Ben is in first place. Me and Tommy are in tied for second in our division. Meanwhile, the Sarbacks, Plug, and Nate lead the F and F division with Mike Vick's Dog Pound and the Troy Pink Harleys in last place. Next week, me and Tommy play against each other. Ben takes on my dad, Plug and Mike Vick's Dog Pound, and Nate and the Troy Pink Harleys. It's okay. It's just a tune-up week for the Troy Pink Harleys. They're gonna win the win out the rest of the season. Bro. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna show him how to set his lineup actually. So watch out. Get that auto set. There you go, baby.
Uh, gentlemen, what we got coming out this week? Well, certain things happened, uh, the other day. When you went to. <clears throat> yes. Yes. Part one has been taken care of for Mr. Haley. LSU vlog should hopefully be coming out sometime. Um, before the K-State game? Along, yes, before the K-State game. Okay. Um, the K-State uh, hype video will be coming out. On both my the, channel and Ben's, or our channel and Ben's. Uh, I'll also be, it'll be included in the K-State, or in the LSU vlog, but I'll also make it its video on its own. But I'll be posting uh, LSU's pregame and halftime show. Um, and yeah, we got lots of stuff coming out this week. And EOS as well. And EOS as well. Another YouTube short went live on the channel this week over at bcardentertainment.com. As it was uh, the top five most hated teams here at Bcard Entertainment. It was a article that we did. About a year ago at this point. Go check it out in case you hadn't watched that or read that article. Um, pretty good video, honestly. Some of the best production value that we've had on a short so far. So go check that out. Tommy! I believe that you're working on a YouTube short right now to go live on the channel? Yeah. Huh? He said, yeah. no confidence. Just, just a 40 second video, bud. Literally just 40 seconds. Anyway. That is it for Big Time Talkers this week. Uh, me and Ben have a lot to talk about for EOS this week. As it's it's that that week where, Ben, it's that stretch here that we've been dreading and been excited yeah. for. This two week stretch. So... Until EOS or next week, I've been Brock Orton. I've been Tom Haley. And I've been the alive Benjamin Duncan. Have a wonderful rest of your week, folks. Have a good one. Stay safe. Nothing, Tommy? You've got nothing? Horns down. <laughs>